Oh yes. Hello listeners. I pop the pain away. I slide the pain away. I pop the pain away. I slide the pain away. This is Die Hard by Kendrick Lamar, blasting Amanda Reifer. I'm gonna let this rock and I'll get to the program. Thank you very much for tuning in. Kendrick Album Day, you already know what it is. And we're gonna let this rock, rock out with us. Happy Sunday. I hope I'm not too late to set my demons straight. I know I made you wait, but how much can you take? I hope you see the God in me. I hope you can see. And if it's up, stay down for me. Respectfully, Amanda Reifer. I hope I'm saying that right. I have no idea who you are. You fucking killed that. Yeah. Dude, she was amazing. She might yeah. be the best part of the song. Over Blast? Over Kendrick. Over Kendrick. I, well, I already know you like that. You like that. <laughs> That buttery, smooth hook from uh, Blast. Blast is fucking great. Kendrick, He's been great. He has been great. Kendrick just kind of, um, on this one, he just does his little verse, and he's... Well, he it was cool. It, it was, was cool, cool, but it wasn't like... It didn't stand out, though, to the extent that, these, that this hook does. That's kind of what the entire thing feels like. We're starting off with the... Starting We're off not with, starting there. Okay, okay, uh, okay. We can start anywhere we want. I have topics. We don't have to go in order. I, li- I like the way you have the topics set up, though. I think those are... I think that's pretty solid. Okay. Start. All right, cool. Because I definitely want to get into your opinion from a couple weeks ago where you were like, hey, guys, oh. newsflash. Drake, Kendrick, and Cole have dropped their best projects already and stop expecting better projects. That's a, essentially kind of what you said. That is... That is and it. I just make sure... Yeah, I like to be very... Andre, you ruined my night because I was like... So Take Care, Forest Hills, and Good Kid and Damn are probably the best projects we're going to get from those three, and that, I have yeah. to live with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's something. Yeah, we'll have to definitely talk about that, because I've been wanting to a little bit. What's so funny is fucking all these rappers, including Drake and Cole at times, have given, like, Kanye shit. Oh, you, you know. Uh, Dude, your work's, your best is behind you. Yeah, and, and Cole's talking all that shit on that one song from back, like, 20. Yeah, uh, uh, False Prophet. Yeah, he was talking about how Kanye's never going to drop dies. something as good as that. Yeah, ever yeah. again. We said this with Pusha. Me and you did. Yeah. Um, when us, the last time us three linked up was the Weekend Out Review, and George yeah. was saying, yo, Don FM, not really the one. I like these three or four better, and it's like... It's very yeah. That's a sad. Topic. What's up? You gotta save that topic. And I do quickly think I switched my stance on on that down. Oh, I know. As soon as we were going to go to the concert, you were going to switch your stance. <laughs> He's calling you out. <laughs> calling you out live. That's what happened. It is. But it, it just sounded more richer, and I was just used to that after hours where it's like he was darker. hoping he saw weekend there. And Doja Cat, she pulled out of the fucking. Why she pull out? Throat goat or something needed surgery. <laughs> She tore a meniscus. <laughs> Welcome to episode 149 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with a couple of my nearest and dearest friends. Alejandro, Jandro Monzo right here. Jorge, George Torres, the second to the far left. How are you gentlemen doing, man? George, again. I love doing arm reviews with the Hispanic people, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, man. I love well. doing it. The Blake Mayfield show is so professional. It just takes one take. We smash it every time. It's just... There's nothing like being in the, in the Oval Office here with you. Dude, yeah, I know. I feel like we're at the president's table right now. 
Jesus Christ. I'm blushing. <laughs> take one. Fuck take off, one. George. Just take three of the fucking pod. Hunter, how are you, man? Great, man. I'm I'm really good. Um very very happy, very content with everything. Um You have a, you have a new girly friend uh, as do, the timeline yeah. is seen. Is yeah, it is yeah. out the timeline? I guess so. You can kind of gauge be my you can more gauge, highlights to Yeah, you can gauge part uh the, the the glimpses of my life through my Snapchat. Okay. It's more personal. Only people I like know or pers- like mess with like actually like that have me on Snapchat. But yeah, happy relationship, very happy um music, you know all that stuff is finally on its way going. Um, and then, yeah, you know, uh, some new job opportunities on the rise. Okay. Hoping right. That's not, not music related, but I'm hoping that'll help me get like, you know, the cover the financial aspect of the music stuff we're trying to do and the brand and all that. But yeah. So yeah. What's up, George? Uh, 2022 is really treating good. I'm, you get, you're glowing. I appreciate you for being here and like. Yeah, bro, did you get your eyebrows threaded? Like, do, no. do you do that? <laughs> My Hunter? girlfriend actually said she wanted to, but no, that did not happen. I Damn, wish. Okay. I wish. No I should have. I didn't know we were going to do the camera today. I would have done it. You know, I would have I would have looked pretty for you guys. Dude, threading is so fucking painful. Oh, it's one of the feminine things I picked up and wearing a fucking pink shirt on a Kendrick <laughs> review. It's one of the few feminine things I've picked up that I don't. A haircut and your eyebrows at the same time and a, a beard trim if you have a. Dude, like you will look solid just for yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy though. That's like the worst part. Getting your eyebrows threaded. That shit hurt. Your, but but that shit is worth it. Though. I gotta call like yeah. six timeouts on her. Just like that's yo, funny. Fuck, like that. Sh- but you got bushy. Like it'll no. take two or three times to really shape get yours shit and right, get your yeah. shit done. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing like waxing or something. Fuck that. Probably. It all comes out at once. I'd rather, I'd rather you just individually get my shit. And you can shape them better. That's what I hear. The ladies tell me, and ladies tell us in the comments or the direct messages if we are wrong. Um, but threading shapes them better than waxing. Waxing gets them off quicker, but threading, you get that big curve and, and they come in thin at the end. It's, yeah. Would you rather have less pain with the wax but look like kind of good? Or would you more pain longer threading? Come on, man. It's all about the beauty. Bro, come on Beauty now. hurts. Hey, Oh my god! Special shout out, thank you. Hey, that was sick. I'm not even gonna, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Thank you for that, Hondro. <laughs> I want to give a special shout out, thank you to all the Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in, and also the YouTube viewership. We have finally figured out YouTube after four fucking years of doing this podcast. Uh, so big thank you to George and his his camera and tripod, um, and I'm very appreciative. So yeah, YouTube viewership. Thank you guys very much. So definitely gonna help the stats inflate the numbers yeah. a little bit. Um, so I appreciate that very much. The numbers Last, looking good. Numbers are looking good. Next episode, big ting, big announcement. Really? Okay, big, uh, big for us, big yeah. for us. Right. Um, right. but right. definitely episode one fifty. You asked if there'd be anything cool going on for one fifty. Yeah. That's happening, I believe, Wednesday. Ooh, um, okay. And cool. so yeah, oh yeah, oh June I'm, I'm is. Excited. Stay tuned. We didn't just get video just to get video. We got video because we got motherfuckers coming up. Like people are gonna come to bat, and then bases be loaded. So yeah. that, that's all. <laughs> that's we got the loaded bases. <laughs> hey, you think you, got, you think you have the best pitcher in the game? I got the best DH in the game. I got I got Big Poppy right designated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, winning. Last but not least, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to our sponsor, Black Rose Coffee and Tea. And now a word from them. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, 
organic on tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you and rethink the way you coffee today. And without further ado, let's get into it, man. So, Kendrick Lamar dropped off Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers on Friday, May 13th. The only Friday the 13th we're going to get this year, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that. But the only one we were going to get, we got Kendrick dropped on that day. It is his fifth studio album. And mixed reviews. A lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people saying that it was overhyped. It waited too long. It's not up to par. Some people saying it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. They're saying that Kendrick's still the GOAT. He's still the one. You know, one more classic. He's better than Pac. I mean... so there's two different audiences out there with this stuff. Let's just start with the basics before we get into the music and the breakdown and the lyrics and everything. Hondro, the five-year layoff. He did Black Panther early 2018, yep, yep. Uh, January, February, whenever that movie came out. It was very early that yeah, year. Yeah. And that was it. Like, he did All the Stars with SZA. He had the one song with Travis. Uh, yeah. uh, Big Shot. It was, I think it was Peanut that one. Th- you know, <laughs> then he had the... Back when SOB was, uh, they did the yes, that's that's probably the best song on that album. If we're keeping yeah. it a, a, a that buck, was a good song. Besides, um, all. all the stars is pretty good though. I like. I mean, all the that's stars. just the radio. You know, you gotta love a that. SZA fucking SZA would I don't. I respectfully, I don't even need Kendrick because SZA just fucking between the hook and her verse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kendrick's cool. I'm not gonna be like. No, yeah, yeah. Don't I, keep no, him I there, get what but. you mean. No, I get what you mean. Though. Anyway, 2022, present day, man. Five year layoff to the help or hurt Kendrick. What do you um, think? I mean, you know, it's one of those things like how when we consider the uh, scale of Kendrick and like how pivotal pivotal of an artist he is, you know, it, five years is a long time, especially with how. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, man. Are the kids still hitting the window? Are they still? <laughs> yeah. Well, good thing they're not in the fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right. We Yeah, we got some. There's some kids. There's distractions. Yeah. yeah. But, but we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it G. Yeah. Um, anyways, like I was saying, so so with this five-year layoff, you know, this five-year gap, you know, people are waiting. They're looking for Kendrick, you know, especially like I had mentioned earlier um, with Damn, how critically acclaimed that was. Even though I don't think that was his best album like that, I don't think that was the album that deserved that award. Regardless, he got a Pulitzer prize for that album. You know, like that is an achievement. First hip-hop artist. First hip-hop artist to receive that kind Ever. of award. Yeah, and for that kind of um, album and stuff like that. So... There's a lot of expectations on this album that are just going to slowly build, you know, five years, five years, you know, is a long time for that, for that gap. Very. Yeah. And so that puts a lot of pressure on Kendrick. And so for me, I'm, I'm in the vein where like that kind of hurts him because that's just building that pressure. You know, just the longer you wait, the longer it's going to be like people are waiting people, you know, if he dropped the, he dropped Black Panther right after that and people were like, they they were just like, oh, okay, it's just a soundtrack. You know, what if he dropped another album like 2020, you know? pre pre pandemic you know and if it flops then it's like okay well all of our expectations are low like it doesn't right it's just it's just that that waiting you know it's the anticipation it and it drives people nuts so drives up the value of the brand it it does yeah it it does does. do that for sure you know it's kind of it was it's kind of a gamble you know the only time it really works though is if he delivers and we all can agree on that but with how mixed this album is i think that five-year gap was really kind of uh a misstep for Kendrick. George, what do you think, man? Five-year layoff. Did it help or hurt Kendrick on this release? I think um, it's too soon to tell, like, a lot of albums, you know. Um, so it took five years for him to drop, right? And I think it's going to take another five years to see if it stands the test of time. And um, I'm just kind of – he didn't have anyone from TDE on it, did he? He didn't, no. no. Which is Not a weird – um, 
His last even... album on TDE as well. He announced that last August yeah, when the yeah. Baby Keem and Kendrick song, the two-pack came out with those two. Yeah. Um, you know, his cousin Baby Keem being on PG Lang, Kendrick's new imprint that he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it just makes me feel indifferent on that. Um, as you guys know, it took me a long time to even listen to the album. But, uh, yeah, I do like uh, do like the, the sound of it. And, um, yeah, it's it's very well made. So it's going to take some time to see if, if the songs are going to be uh, classics. They sound rich enough to be classics. Um, but uh, you're going to see if it's in rotation soon. So that's all I got. I want to start here as far as the layoff goes. Uh, 48 Laws of Power, Robert Greene, one of the best books you'll read. Law 16 is raise your value through absence and scarcity. Don't let people take you for granted. Law 17, keep others in suspense by being unpredictable. Keep them second guessing. Mm, I think this stuff's intentional by Kendrick. He says he had a writer's block all throughout, I'm going to assume, 2019, 2020. Um, And a lot of references on this album are from like last fall. He references Kanye and Drake making up. Uh, he references yeah, uh, Kyrie being a Christian and saying that the vaccine is the uh, uh, mark of the beast. He yeah. addresses that. Um, there's a lot of stuff that, like, just from last fall, you yeah, know, December, yeah. November. So he's been, this is a very recent album. I thought maybe he's been recording this for a couple of years and not well, threw it together, but has been slapping it together. This is very recent. Yeah, well, we got to think, too. I mean, I remember the reports, um, was it a couple years ago when people were leaking that Kendrick was... Uh, taking heavy rock influence on this one. You know, it's supposed to be, I don't know yeah. if you ever heard that, but as I yeah. listen to it, I don't hear that. I don't you know. Not, not, not in that kind of direction, at least. Um, I mean, maybe very subtly, but instead it's much more piano. It feels more um, grand. Like, you know, I mean, there's so much religion talk on here. So much, you know, references to um, just like God and like being, it's not even like, like biblical verses that he's referencing, but just more so like, Jesus and his relationship with God and so like and then you hear the pianos throughout the whole album you know and like you know obviously like being religion you go to church and stuff and they have the orchestra but there's always pianos in every single mass it's like a big part of like you can't have like a church mass without the pianos essentially so for me this this album feels kind of like um especially when we think about damn and how like biblical that was or at least not biblical but how um uh like religious that was you know how the pr- approach he took with that even the name damn nation stuff like that um and then the track listing all of the different um so i don't know i feel like in this one you know you, you mentioned the writer's block and stuff and like i feel like kendrick now is only finding inspiration from just like religion and his faith which for better or for worse is kind of like where he's at you know right yeah, maybe he doesn't find inspiration in other hip-hop artists yeah. or other musicians in general compared to a lot of the field. A lot of the field pays attention to the to the field they're a part of, and they yeah. try to go at it and combat it that way, where Kendrick pulled back for a few years and, and took a step back. And it seemed like he, he needed it. He had a very busy 2017, uh, yeah. dropping Damn, yeah. the Damn Tour with Travis Scott, um, which I was lucky enough to go to in Oakland, still one of the best shows I've been to. Probably the best show I've been to. I've only been yeah. to a few of them, but... Uh, yeah, uh, I was very happy with his 2017 and him taking a couple years off. I mean, that was to kind of be expected. The I fact that, that people thought sure. he was going to come right back, especially after Black Panther, so yeah. like doing a whole, you know, I'm like, dude, there's no way he's taking at least one or two years. I didn't, I thought he'd drop last year. Yeah. My yeah. prediction had been he'll take a few years off, he'll come back 2021, yeah. um, and then it ended up being this year. But yeah, man, the five year layoff to kind of conclude, I think I'm neutral on it. I don't think it hurt him, but helping him. I don't know. I don't think so because too much 
hype. Expectation, yeah. Too, too much, much expectation. Yeah. And for what we got, I'm going to be honest, I'll just say it now, I don't think he hit expectations. Because no. we're expecting some grandiose masterpiece God MC coming back to save. And it's, he's like, I'm, I'm a human dog. Like, I don't. That, that's a big theme of this on this project huge too. theme yeah, probably more so than any of his other albums yeah, even though he's always been human kendrick that's that's part of what i was getting at a second ago i just didn't get a chance to segue into that is where kendrick is people are elevating up him up to be this holy like this like god deity type of character where he's like he's the savior of hip-hop you know he's like jesus christ of rap basically but he's like at the end of the day he's trying to talk about on this album like i'm just a regular guy like i struggle the same way you guys do and he's like, even like, I made a whole album called Damn, and there's songs called Love, Lust, Fear. These are all human emotions. God. Yeah. God. These are all human. Like, I already talked about this, yet you guys are still, you know what I mean? Like, to me, this album is very, like, backhanded, um, especially when you consider, like, the Kodak stuff. Um, yes. Know, like, people are like, oh, why is Kodak on here? You know, Kodak and Kendrick are two different artists. They shouldn't be on the same, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of mentality. They, you know, Kodak is ignorant. He's you know, like rebellious. Yeah, He's exactly. yeah. Ignorant. Exactly. Yeah, and almost. then Kendrick's like, you know, people think Kendrick's the holy, you know, all white, you know, um, like Messiah basically. But then you hear a lot of points on this album where Ken Kendrick's like, no, I come from the same place Kodak comes from. My music is just, my inspiration's just a little different, you know? So that's yeah. kind of a big, a big theme I'm getting from this, you know? Well, let's talk about this, man. Let's get into it. Uh, I think on the first or second take of this pod, I want to get into it with you, and then just stuff got messed up technically, but let's do it now. Um, you put up a post on Snap. This is why I love having you on, because the shit you put on there, I do tend to agree with sometimes, but I think it also sparks good debate that yeah. people should go to barbershops or podcasts or outlets and talk about, Yeah, because it's good shit. Mm -hmm. More so than just DMing back and forth on Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, I, that's just how I feel about it. Um, very true. You said... You put, I think it was a picture of like all three of the guys. And the yeah. three guys are Drake, Kendrick, Colt. Those are the three. Yep. And you said, when are you guys or when are we all going to realize these guys' best albums have already dropped? They are not going to drop stuff better than they already have. And we should stop expecting that. It's a new decade. They're all in their mid-30s to late-30s. Colt's like 36, 37. Drake's 35. Kendrick will be 35, I believe, in June. Maybe their best days are behind them. Yeah. And I want you to dive a little more into that because that was a super great opinion. Another reason why I wanted you specifically mm -hmm. to be here today. Why do you say that? Um, first off, I appreciate that, the compliments. And you've given me a chance to speak on that, you know, the platform. So thank you for that. Um, but, you know, when, when we consider, like, we have to look back to, um, you know, just this in history as well. Like, you think of, like, um, we've talked about this a little bit before with, like, guys like Jay-Z or even Kanye and stuff. Like, these guys have been around for a long time. But part of the excitement from these guys is their earlier stuff when they're fresh, they're new, they're bringing a new sound, they're kind of innovating. That's when the excitement happens, and that's when they're at their, not their best, but that's just when, you know, they introduce the world to this. It's kind of like the impression aspect of like, okay, we just heard um, uh, the college dropout, and like, this is crazy, you know, nobody's rapped like this before, for example. That, translate this, that translates the same way with somebody like Kendrick, somebody like Cole, somebody like Drake. These guys are all, like we said, in their mid to late 30s, you know, like... They've been out for over a decade already. Yeah, over like, a decade. Like, yeah. they've made... They, they've stood... Like, they've stood the test of time. Like, we're still waiting for their albums. They didn't fall off. You could think back to, like, somebody like... I mean, I couldn't even... Like, somebody like Big Sean, where his album comes and goes. And that's just the 
random example. I know? mean, that's kind of fair. You know, but like it's just like the well, last time Sean really did damage was like 16, 17 range. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so and so that's inevitable for every artist. It's gonna be the point where eventually Kendrick has run his course. Event like we've gotten his best work. Like eventually there's gonna be a point where Kendrick has dropped his best album. And my my interpretation is that's kind of already passed because we look at Good Kid Mad City as like this peak moment, especially in hip hop, West Coast rap, um, and in his career. So my whole thing is like, do we really expect these 35 year old guys to like still deliver and make music on the same caliber and elevate what they've already done, what they've already shown us? Like, how do they one up Good Kid Mad City? How do you one up 2014 Forest Hills Drive? How do you right. one up Take Care? Like, how do you do that? You know, it's true. And it's like, those are great albums. Those are great moments. But those moments like come and pass. Like you, we don't get to go back to high school and relive our, our high school glory days or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> there were none. Well, okay. <laughs> but I, I know, you know what you mean. Yes, like, you know, yeah. five years from now, you, you know, whatever, wherever your podcast, your podcast is going to have its prime moment, right? You know, your prime, like not that you'll ever, you know what I mean? Like you're going to have your peak moments. Everyone has a peak. Exactly. I don't know when that's coming, but like it, yeah, it could exactly. be. Right now, it could be in the future. Yeah, I yeah, have no idea. Exactly, yeah. but like you never know. Yeah, exactly. But you like right now, it's at a point where people expect them to chase that, you know. And like we're sitting here, like, oh yeah, Kendrick's gonna drop something better than Good Kid, Mad City. But it's like, like what? We fell in love with Good Kid, Mad City for what that was, right? You know, we that was ten years ago. The ten year anniversaries this year. Like, yeah, you know, it's been a decade. So, so that was my whole theory. Like my whole point is like we can't sit here and hold them to like expect these crazy new, these crazy like reimagined like reimagined albums that are like so much better than what we've already gotten you know like an 80 year old man is not going to be able to you know maybe he was a track star when he was young but he's not going to be able to go back and do his uh two second he's not going to run a a four three forty yeah exactly yeah Yeah, it's just and that's kind of my point like not that these guys are old and that's the problem but it's just like creatively like Kendrick has so many other things he's got going on now too with PG Lang like do we really expect him to be as focused on the music when he's starting a new creative, like, brand and entity, you know, do we expect him to be, um, you know, like, creating, like, all these crazy, archaic rollouts? Like, think about the rollouts, like, especially for this album. There was true. There no wasn't rollout. none. Yeah, think about, didn't Drake do the same thing? No rollout? No, Drake did the fucking Billboard shit. He did oh, the terrible-ass yeah, yeah. album cover. He was promoting it for a year yeah, and a half. That's like, right, that, that's right. they approach it different. That's true. Um, what about Cole, though? What was Cole's role? Uh, Cole did the L.A. Leakers freestyle, which was better than anything on that album. Yeah. Um, and that was probably about it. I but mean, these honestly. Are like, these are still pretty minimal rollouts, though. You know, it's not like. The, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not like the 2010s anymore where you've got, like, they're hopping on this person. Like, where the labels are, like, orchestrating this whole thing. Like, all right, Drake, you're going to get on this guy's song. Or, Kendrick, you're going to feature on Go this Go with dude's. Migos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do fucking. Jodeci freestyle with yeah, Cole, do exactly. a four pack in the middle of the summer, and yeah, then yeah, it's not right. like that anymore, yeah. especially for these guys. You know, it's true. We're at the new generation now. It's 2022. We have to start looking at the next wave. You know, like all of these guys from the 2010s, like these guys have, they've passed. But the that. next wave sucks. Well, if you just gotta dig, you know, that's the point. Like we, I mean, there's still guys we're not even, we haven't even seen yet. Is my point. I just, dude, there's not one guy that I would put on the level of the three. Right now, that in the last five years, that's that I dropped, point, that's my point, I wouldn't though. put Lil Baby there. I wouldn't put Jack there. I wouldn't put I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not anyone looking, there. I'm not even looking at those guys. I'm just waiting. I wouldn't put guys like, like Benny and all that. I just wouldn't do it. That's I just, fair, I just yeah. don't well, think I mean, they're Benny's, as good. Benny's old too. That fool's like almost. He's like forty <laughs> something probably. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, 
but still, like, that's my point is, like, we're getting to that, like, regardless of if we, like, because these are, these are essentially our generation anyways. We're going to, five years from now, we're going to be the guys looking back, like, the old heads, like, oh, yeah, you, this generation's not as good as mine, you know, but kids are going to. It feels that way already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. These kids guys are, aren't as good. Kids are going to be like, yeah, uh, Jack Harlow's the next Drake, you know, stuff like that. I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not saying that, but you know what I mean, like, people are going to be saying that stuff, like, it's yeah. just going to, it's just inevitable, so. George, what are your thoughts on this, man? as far as if Kendrick's best days are behind him or not. Yeah, I feel like we're looking at their classics and trying to relive that dopamine they gave us. Yeah. And, like, I think they're living a different life now. You know, they got that the money. Too. They got more freedom. They have flexibilities. It's kind of like they're doing their own thing now. Maybe, yeah, like where uh, the label's making them do something. They could just do whatever. They have time. Right. They're the new sounds. They want to experiment. And it's just like, I feel like, we're getting to the point where, like, old heads treat, like, Rolling Stones, Leonard Skinner, like. That's old. Yeah, like. That's, like, arcade. But, no, what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> their albums, their classics, we already have that for those artists. Yeah. Right. Their, their peaks, you know. I like, guess. I remember when Take Care came out, you know. That's how we're living now. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's I, just yeah. how it feels. Well, that's true. That. And, I mean, it sucks because these are, like, the new legends, too. Like. Yeah, because I mean Eminem still puts out albums. Kanye puts out albums. Jay Z hasn't put out an album in five years, but I, I imagine he'll put out at least one more. Yeah, um, he did the I mean, collab with uh, with Jay Electronica. They did the they pretty much yeah. shared that album. But I I, I mean I feel like there should be more of a Jay Elect album. Yeah, but just as an example, yeah, you know? he did the shit with Beyonce too, and it's like oh the Carters right? Yeah, it just wasn't all that. Twenty eighteen, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, sure, Jay Z does collab albums, but it's like the, I want a solo Jay Z. I, I think it's gonna come for a while. Why? Why would I do that? He's like fifty two years old. He's about thirteen of them. He's like I don't know. No, y'all chill. Y'all yeah. chill because yeah. I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling. Exactly. I work with the I work at the NFL. I do the Super Bowl shows. My wife's Beyonce. I'm not making an album. So, <laughs> which I mean, granted, that's fair. I, you know, if I'm that old, I put out 13, there's no reason to. So, yeah, I mean, these guys are getting up. I mean, we came in here and, you know, I said certified was Drake's sixth project, but like 11th overall. Cole's put out, what, six, seven albums? This is Kendrick's fifth? You know, yeah, Section 80, Good Kid. That's not including Untitled and Mastered, Mastered, Black Panther. that he did before that. Yeah, OD. Like, that's not, I mean, so these guys have done a lot of shit. And it is kind of selfish on our parts to expect them to come through and drop their best work. Yeah. And I do like how the game is super saturated. So, like, I feel like more people. You like that? Yeah, because it's going to make people step up. Like, you're not going to be seen if you're not putting good quality music. That's what we want, you know? I feel like it's lower than everyone else, though. Like, I feel like after, ever since well, all these Atlanta guys saturate, like, Cole can be less good and we still love him. Drake can definitely take a step back in quality and we still love him. And Kendrick on this album kind of takes a step back in quality and we still love him. Yeah, it's like we lower our expectations, and I hate that. Yeah. I hate true. that. That's a fair point. Yeah. You know, I feel like I almost have to do that, too, because I, I feel like grade you on a curve because you're 35. That shouldn't be the deal, but that's also life. Like, you bring up Rolling Stones and Leonard Skinner. Those guys probably have, and no disrespect, but probably just one or two classic albums, and they probably came out in the 60s or 70s, and those guys still tore off that shit. Yeah. They put out, Pink Floyd put out 15 fucking out, 10 out, whatever it was. We remember Dark Side of the Moon and the other one I can't fucking the think wall. of right now. Yes. Those are the two we remember. So, like, this is a normal occurrence, and this is just a part of aging and a part of... I just don't think we've ever really seen it in hip-hop before. Yeah. Even guys like Nas, guys like even Snoop. Like, who's yeah. really... And Snoop is a legend, but so who's who wants, really checking for, like, a Snoop album nowadays? We got Doggy Style. We got uh, Drop It Like It's Hot. We yeah, got all those songs yeah, blue already. Carpet, uh, blue Carpet. Uh, he, uh, treatment. Yeah. 
Like he's in a different space. He runs death row now. Like it's just yeah. you know it, it's just different. Yo, actually, you know what though? Quick comment. Fuck Snoop Dogg for that because he took off uh, everything off of, yeah Dogg chronic style, all that chronic, shit off Apple Dogg Spotify yeah. to make it an NFT. You're not gonna buy the NFT. Hell no. I'm buying that. <laughs> But I'm not buying. I mean, I already have the album. You you wouldn't be phone. interested in that. You, I mean, as a music junkie, I'm actually kind of surprised you wouldn't think about. I assume it'd be some preposterous amount, but like that's exactly. I, that's I can see you being is. like, yeah, I'm like, dude, I just want, I just want my like, I'd love music, but I want to be able to listen to it in my own like, you know, availability. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're on time. Have to go buy an NFT and figure that all out. Like, I've right. got Apple Music. For I can a still reason. get the CD on the internet. Yeah, I've got, like, I've got the vinyl for all, um, both two of those three albums. You know, um, so it's like, you know. So I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Let's talk about this. I think I know the answer, but I wanted to write it down anyway, because the last three Kendrick albums have all kind of felt like instant classics. Um, maybe not butterfly, but definitely good kid and damn gave me those vibes. People were yeah. saying damn is like, you know, the greatest thing. You know, did you hear the song love? Did you hear DNA? He snapped. He went crazy. Is Mr. Morale an instant classic compared to those three and not compared to them, but is it an instant classic the way those kind of felt like, as soon as it dropped, it's like this might be around a while. I think. What's this, your take? I think this album is too controversial for that. You know, I really do controversial. Like, well, in terms of, um, in terms of like too dividing, for for um, uh, like listeners. You know, I think it's too not controversial in terms of um, like he's saying a lot of crazy shit, but controversial in in the in the fan reception. You know, for a, a lot of people to be like, no, nah, this is an instant classic. Like for me personally, I listened to it. It, it was hard to listen to it. Like, I listened to it the first time. That's and been I the consensus. It. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, like, I listened to it a second time. And then I was kind of like, I don't even really want to listen to this anymore. Like, I just want to go back to, like, you know when you get excited for an album, you hear an album and you're excited and you just want to play that over and over again because, like, it's just fun. It's catchy. It's whatever. here finally. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. That, like, this came and I was excited. And then I heard it and I was kind of like, oh, do I got to, like, sit back and, like, do I have to listen to this a certain way to enjoy it how I'm supposed to or what, you know, it did, it did not hit me the same way. You know, it did not, it did not feel like a Kendrick album immediately. Um, and I mean, I, I expected, I think everybody expected to have to sit back and digest the album and stuff, but this was not the same process with like, damn, where it's like, Oh, I'm playing it back over again. Like I'm finding all these songs I really fuck with and really like here. It's like, okay, there's a few that I'm like, Oh, this is nice. But there's also some points where I'm like, what am I listening to? Like, what is what is this? You know? We cry together is very rough to yeah, get through. No, that's a really. And it could be a great song, but it's very that tough. Is, that is, that's actually one of the notes I made too, is that is a really great song, but what's the replay value on that? Like I've. It's like, literally like zero. Yeah. It's like, okay, I heard it the first time. I'm like, this is really cool. Like he, like, I like this. I understand this kind of conflict, this relation, this toxic relationship. This is like kind of the standard for, for people in their terrible relationships. I get that but I already heard that and it's like, I don't want to like, there's no real musical aspects to it after that. You know, there's not like something to keep me going back. Like it's like a little, like the thing about Kendrick albums too, is normally there's some sort of story or there's some sort of structure to it. This album is not structured, you know, like it's just at all at all. And that's part of, it seems backwards. Exactly. And that's part of what his like theme for it was, you know, was like kind of scattered. Like this is thoughts, you know, he's just going through his like different thoughts and throwing them out there. Whereas, like, something like Damn is, like, there is that kind of narrative, like, so I was taking a walk, you know, like, there's right, all these right, little right, narratives, right. you know. And I saw Lucy cross yeah, the street. exactly. Lucy yeah. shot me. Yeah, yeah like, you yeah. know, that shit. And then there's, you know, To yeah. Pimp a Butterfly, which I still think To Pimp a Butterfly is, personally, that's my favorite Kendrick album. I think that's his, 
best. But it's another tough listen. It, it it is a tough listen, but I but I feel like that's easier to listen to than this. Yes, like, like yes, you know you get this. You can pull individual song, songs you know, easier. Yeah, if these walls could talk, like you know, right? Uh, you is a all right song. All right, like you ain't gotta lie. Yeah, you yeah exactly. Like I love myself. Like you, you could definitely yeah. pull some singles and there's be a okay. lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously we just keep going back. But for me, instant classic. No, like I'm just gonna say a flat no. Regard, like I don't even. I'll take the backlash. Like I try to be careful, but this is not an instant classic to me. George. Mr. Morrell, instant classic on class three? Uh, instant classic, no. Classic, potentially, maybe. And then I feel like for Kendrick Heads, it's a good album, maybe. And for a brand new listener, it's probably a terrible album. I feel like we're playing politics now. I feel it's like Democrats versus Republicans. I'm already on my side on the decision. And um, mm. it's my opinion, you know? On your side of what decision, though? Like, if I was a huge... In- to Kendrick, I'm like, mm, I can see where this is good. Like, you, when you listen to it, it's a tough mm. listen. Yeah. But since you fuck with them so much, you're going to say you like, like it. Or like, bias, you'll try and right? digest it. Try still. to digest it yeah. better. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to, you know, I want to ingest this. I'm a Kendrick, you know. There's a little bit of the bias in there, too. Where if someone who has never listened to it might be like, get this the fuck. Like, I don't want to listen to this in my summer, you know. Like <laughs> yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm waiting fair. on that fucking Harry Styles or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he just dropped and people went crazy for that, too. You know. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you know, it depends on what you're, like, there's different ways to listen to music, different, like, styles of hip-hop to listen to. Some people just want to get in their car, go to work, and throw on whatever. You know, they just want some noise. They just shoot them up, shoot fucking them up, whatever. sell drugs. They, uh, I'm going to yeah. take the ATM out of the fucking ground. Like, yeah. Exactly. They, yeah. They, like, they just want that. Some right. people, you know, they like to go on a cruise, and they like to really put something on and think and, like, soak, like, sit with something and soak it up, you right. know. And, like, some people just want to sing when they get in the car, you know? And, like, with this album, it's, like, you really... Definitely me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know? This one, though, you really have to, like, lean into one of those. Like, you, like most Kendrick albums, you can kind of get a little bit of everything. Whereas this one, it's, like, we got we got Die Hard. I could, I could pull a few more. I, I could pull Rich Spirit. I could definitely pull uh, Silent Hill, him and Kodak. Push these bits up, mean like, who? Yeah, you, you could yeah. definitely pull that for the gym or for who? I will say, Father Time is also really good too. I do like that song. That song, I thought that, was, that's one of those songs that's just tougher. You think so? To take out of the track list, yeah, it's very I heavy. Feel like that's the older, like that's more of an older Kendrick style though. That to me felt the most very Section Eighty. Yeah, exactly. very Section yeah, Eighty. It felt the most like a Kendrick. Like I was like, oh damn, okay, like that's the most is, Section Eighty sounding yeah. song on this album to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, I liked that. That was my favorite, personally. I do think you could take a couple songs from this. Um, you know, Die Hard, Rich Spirit, and 9-5. That's another one people could take, and you could use it for the gym. You could use it for basketball. You could use it for uh, oh, a, a party. You can, yeah, yeah. You know what that, you know what that is, too, right? What do you mean? The the, what the, the masks. Yeah, the yeah, masks. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the actual scientific-grade masks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the ones that actually work. Uh, <laughs> the ones that you wear in surgery because they actually work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, everyone sat there and wore towels for two fucking years. It's like, what were we doing, dude? COVID was not getting stopped by that piece of cloth. I'm telling yeah. you right now. Um, anyway, we're we're past that at this point. I like the album. It's not an instant classic. Mm-mm. I don't even think to Peppa Butterfly was an instant classic. That was another very tough listen. Very introspective, Kendrick. Yeah. Like trying to find myself album where he's doing therapy. It's not really for me. It's more so for him. This feels like a for him album and not yeah, really. I'm not gonna say it's point. not for his fans, but like it's not. It's for him to get it out of his system. It's kind of selfish, don't you think? 
He said that on the album. Yeah. Plenty of times. Yeah. You know? But why do you think he's selfish? Well, why do you say that? I say that, I mean, you break, we, the way you just broke it down, you know, he's making these albums. I, I'm, I, that's obviously a backhanded statement, kind of being lighthearted. But selfish in the sense of, you know, Good Kid Mad City, like all of these albums Kendrick makes are very much like all right, art that is an expression of you, your thoughts, emotions, feelings as a person, um, as an artist. Kendrick is making these crazy studio albums, these crazy complex things. But he's also just very much like, you know, like you said, To Pimp Butterfly was more for him. You know, that's yes. therapeutic to him. Yeah. This is for him, more therapeutic for him. As a listener and the, the expectations we have, he's making these albums and he's not really interested in what we even have to say or what we are going to take from it, whereas he cares more about how it makes him feel at the end of the day. Right. Which that's just that's just that kind of like dividing line of like an artist to a fan, you know, like who's who's the music for the artist or the fan? You know, that's, you know, that's just one of age those. old debate. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's what I mean by he's selfish. He's making these albums for himself and kind of ignoring what the, what the overall audience is, is hoping for. Right. Or can take away from it. And I mean, a lot has happened in his life since damn, you know, he's had, it looks like two kids on the album cover. Uh, he got married to Whitney. He mentions Whitney all throughout this thing. I think this entire album is about him. She narrated some of it too. I think. Like the part, she? the part like where she's like, "You need therapy," and he's like, "I don't need therapy." I thought that was the Taylor Page girl, or, that, so or whatever I, it is. I was reading something, and it said that she had made like she did narrations on here as well. Okay, I mean, she very well could have. I I did not know that if she did, um, that'd be another interesting fold to this album if she did. But um, instant classic, man. No, I'd even go as far as say, hell no. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way because there's too many skippable songs, and there's too many songs that just don't. This theme is not as tight of a theme as everything else, especially compared to Damn. Damn, every single song was, you know, DNA, blood, yeah, element. It was one word with a period, all caps. Simple. It was very layered, very, it was well thought out, and it only took him two years to pull off. It felt like he really had something to say and do on that album. I think he wanted to do the the half mainstream, half conscious rap thing. That's another thing I want to say, too. Make hits. That was another thing, too, you know, like, we should have been expecting something like this regardless. Like, I feel like all of the all of the cards were laid out in front of all of us as, like, an audience and listeners. Because when you think about, okay, To Pimp a Butterfly was probably, like, the least radio-friendly album he's made. You know, the least safe, Very least. You know what I mean? The most conceptually driven, like, the most kind of out there. And then Damn is probably the most, obviously, mainstream. prior to this. Yeah, most mainstream. Yeah. So... Radio-friendly. Radio-friendly, exactly. So he started dabbling in that and a lot of people that was the biggest critique on damn for a lot of people was oh this is too safe kendrick's making radio hits now like i don't know if i mean i remember a lot of those debates clearly and then after that we get the baby keem stuff and he's trying these different flows and i'm not even sitting you know a lot of people are you know hating on baby keem for his influences quote unquote and all that and he's that, good i mean yeah that has nothing to he's do good with that, yeah well, he's got some records he does have some great songs and that has nothing to do with my opinion on the album but with that aspect, like, we've already seen what Kendrick was going to give us, you know, the long gap. Like, it's going to be a longer album for sure. You know, I mean, there's no way Kendrick was going to do those five years and not have a lot to say. At least an hour of content, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we we're already going to see the Baby Keem inflections and, um, you know, lighthearted kind of like more chaotic, um, high-pitched uh, flows and vocals as per usual but also the radio friendliness, you know, um, with songs like The Blast One, you know. Yes. Um, 
yeah, there's, there's, I mean, that was coming, you know, the foundation was laid for us already. Let's talk about this. George, I'm going to throw it to you first. Is Kendrick a top five rapper of all time? I do believe so for the average listener. He's not in my personal top five. Give us your personal top five. Uh, this will go for everyone. Just And just five favorites. It doesn't have to be the people that gotcha. you think, but just who are the five that you go to always? Because Kendrick's on my five. Drake, Nipsey, Mac, um, Kevin Gates. Oh, fuck. So you always have trouble finding that fifth one. That fifth one, yeah. yeah. You always have trouble finding that fifth it's a solid list though. I got a, a Mount Rushmore I got the four you know it's hard for me to get the fifth the fifth it's like uh, uh, ever rotating even though it's like I can see you putting and he's not a rapper but someone like Weekend I, I can see you putting him in your top five he, favorite he artists he sometimes kind of will, will dabble a little bit I feel like but we know Weekend's a singer he's not a rapper mm-hmm. yeah, he, he nev- he's never rapped a day in his life except maybe Ornan and even then he was just singing mm-hmm. uh, I know you love that he does a lot of <laughs> rapping with Belly right doesn't he rap on Belly's songs? Yeah, he like sing raps though. I feel that's when he gets like um, I he starts about, trying I, new shit. You know, I was talking about better believe. Yeah, I'm staying. Up There's another up. one. I better believe. Oh, they have plenty of songs together. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hunter, what about you, man? Is Kendrick a top five rapper ever? Is he one of your top five favorites? Man, that's tough because I always separate top five ever and my top five favorites. You know, like because I'm not I, I'm not gonna like if I like somebody who makes terrible albums or like has like just a good voice or something. I'm not going to be like, yo, this guy is a top five all time, you know? Um, I mean, like uh, the way, the way his trajectory has been like, and like, we haven't even seen Kendrick stand the test of time yet. You know, like he has been around for you a don't decade. You don't think so? Well, I mean, my point, what I mean is he's been around for a decade, so he has, but I mean like somebody like Jay-Z who's in Tupac, you know, Tupac was the nineties, you know what I mean? Like Biggie, I feel like Biggie you know, like, Snoop. What, yeah, exactly. What's 10 years from now for Kendrick? You know, when he's kind of like stopped with the music, like where is he at at that point? Right. I personally, I think so though, because like he is our generation's like hero. You know, you like, do think he's top five ever? I do think so. Okay. Um, my, I mean, he's, I will say though, he is not in my top five personal favorites. Not that, not that I, um, because I mean, I just listen to a lot of like my top five favorites would be like, um, you know, Raekwon from Wu Tang. Yep. Freddie Gibbs, um, Pimp C from UGK. Mm. Um, I also really like uh, Black Thought from The Roots. Um, like these are just stuff I go back and listen to. Sure. Um, maybe uh, Ghostface would be in there. Um, Nas, like Pusha T, like like I gotta sit here and name. You like the guys. grimy New York shit? Yeah, I like East a lot Coast of shit. older stuff. I mean, I I, st- I mean, you remember I went through that big West Coast phase for a long time though too. That's true. You know, but like I've really just loved that like East Coast kind of like gritty. You know, um, I think I think Kendrick is a top five all time. Like I think he will be for sure. Like when we sit back and like peel the curtain back and look at it, like what Kendrick has done and like you know like he had all of us going crazy for this album. Like, people crying for And the it. last like, one. And the last one. Like, you, you can't tell like me. Like, when Hard Part 4 came out. Yeah. Then the Humble video came out. Yeah, you can't and tell yeah. me, like, that doesn't. People were ready. Yeah. Like they he, were ready. Oh, yeah. You can't tell me that doesn't account for anything. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, a J, like that's the level of a Jay-Z, you know? Like, that's the le- like that's almost the level of, like, somebody waiting for a Jay-Z album, you know? Like, I feel like he would be our generation's Jay-Z, basically. Just with how, I don't know if that's a hot take or what, but. No, I don't think, I mean, I, 
don't know. I mean, who would you? Who else would you say besides like Drake? I still know feel like Jay Z's better than Kendrick as a rapper in in some instances. I know Kendrick got him on. Though? What about the creativity? See, that's a different discussion because I think Kendrick's more creative. But yeah. then we could argue, well, Drake's more creative because Drake does a whole separate genre compared to everyone else yeah. that they don't ever touch. Drake has straight up R and B and pop songs that yeah. Kendrick and I mean I think Love is a straight up pop song, but it's you know I'm on the way we ain't got no time to wait. Like he's not singing, he's just I'm on the way. Yeah. Like he's just he's, yeah. He's just harmoni- kind of like harm like harmonizing. <laughs> yes, those little melodies. <laughs> what are you gonna say, George? Oh, nothing, nothing. The fucking ten minutes ago. Sorry, I was gonna add Eminem, but I was like, fuck it. We're oh gonna yeah. touch that shit. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's so crazy we all just brush off Eminem nowadays. It's just that, I mean... He's like, such a fucking grandpa, man. He is, yeah. What was the last great Eminem album? Because I'm telling you it's over 10 years ago. I'll argue By that far. with anybody. Anyone. I mean, Recovery's the last great Eminem album. Yeah, but it's that classic. Was like 2000... That was 2010. Yikes. 2010. Because Marshall Mathers LP was 2013. Get that out of here. I don't want to hear Revival. Kamikaze was I... He was just mad at everyone. That's why it was all right. I feel embarrassed to listen to Eminem. That's that too. Like if I like I like I try like I was listening to the Marshall Mathers LP. Like this is a while ago, but like I was just driving in my car and like I like to drive with my windows rolled down. But I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared to like be driving and somebody pulls up next to me and I'm listening to Eminem. And I'm with you. And they're like they're just gonna give me that look like, unless they're like somebody who likes Eminem. But most of the time, like, come on, we're those adults. people don't have cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 on, they're listening to YouTube and they don't have YouTube music either. <laughs> they're doing the shit where they hold yeah. up to their. <laughs> they got the Jesus. old the old ruggedy uh, speaker they got from like <laughs> the JBL from yeah. 2014. Yeah, exactly. What's yeah, that Drewski video where Drewski's like walking to McDonald's? He's like, "Ain't shit, ain't shit." He's like bumping the music. And, yeah, Drewski's funny as fuck. <laughs> like he's just a character, bro. That's ain't some shit. You saw the new one, right? I got that uh-huh. shit sent to me so many times. Of him like being the, the thick, cowboy? No, the um. Oh, like where when you he's got the ass. He yeah, has a yeah, fat yeah. ass. And he's, he's at Publix putting his groceries away. Dude, he's like playing basketball. He's like backing them down. <laughs> I got that shit sent to me a lot, so I don't know if Oh, they, I should they're be giving you hints, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe they are, bro. Maybe they can smell it. <laughs> Stupid thing. <laughs> oh, is it this one, George? Oh, yes. my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that one's it. funny. That one's funny. I don't even follow him. Damn. Let's talk about this. We determined Mr. Morale is not an instant classic. But can we discuss if it's an album of the year contender? Because this year, there's already been a lot of releases from people I like. I got Weekend. I got Pusha. Yeah. We got Future. Uh, Jack's not one of my favorites, but we got Jack. We got Kendrick now. Posty's coming next week. I'm sure there's going to be someone else, you know, a few yeah. other people that we like. I'm hoping my guy Black, Six Lack, I hope he drops. Uh, he hasn't put out anything in like three or four years at this point. Um, maybe Drake will come this year. He does something every year. Maybe that's not an album, but he'll do something. What do you, yeah, he'll do do a, (laughs) yeah, you hate Drake, girl. (laughs) No, I just hate that playlist. (laughs) You don't like more life. We talked about this. We we always talk about more life. We always talk about Drake. There's always, he comes up in every conversation somehow. When you're the number one guy in popularity, that's how it goes. Yeah. But is this an album of the year contender for Kendrick? Maybe it's not an instant classic, but can this contend at the end of the year? Yeah. Will it be on the five, you think? I th- yeah. Oh, oh, this is, there's no doubt in my mind we'll see this on the uh, the Grammys. There's the, They always, they always. Hip hop album of the year. Yeah, they always play it safe. 
And not that that's even yeah. like it doesn't deserve it, but they're always like, all right, we got to make sure we check the boxes. Aftermath and Interscope. Yeah. Big Jack, record labels. Jack Harlow will prob- will almost for certain be on there too. You know, they're, they're pretty tone deaf. So, um, no, I... I <laughs> <laughs> spit. Sick. Uh, a nominee man. for sure. Nominee. That's yeah, what absolutely. I mean. That's what absolutely. I mean. There's no doubt in my mind this will be a, a nominee a contender. If Donda and CLB can get nominated, this could get nominated for album of the year. I think that's fair, yeah. Like overall genres, not just hip hop. Yeah, like yeah. this could be in the top seven for yeah, album of the year. Yeah. I mean, and they, they yeah, I mean he's he Kendrick's on their radar. Like there's great albums that'll drop that are better than like all of the shit they play. I just mean for you personally though. Like fuck the great. They don't even they didn't even nominate Weekend for After Hours because he did the fucking Super Bowl over their show. So oh, fuck yeah. them. Is this gonna be in your top five favorite albums of the year, you think? I think so. I mean like the trajectory right now, yeah. Like unless there's a couple other albums, I think maybe just two. Like I would need two other solid albums and probably bump the Kendrick one out if if that was the case. Like I really love that Pusha T album still. Like I'm still going back to that, you know? Um I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'll say for okay. certain. Yeah, George. Uh, the question again: Will this be one of your top? Let's go five album of the years at the end of the year. Is this an album of the year contender to you, or are you just like, it's Kendrick? It's cool. Thanks for coming back, but I'm good. I feel like I don't listen to enough new music for it not to be in my top five, and I do believe. Uh, I don't even know who would drop, but yeah, I'd see it. I say it's right behind the weekend. I don't know who would be in second. I, I didn't like that Jack Harlow. Um, no, I tried. I tried, dude. I promise you. Yeah. That shit was. Um, nah. That was not it. The most no. midiest thing you could ever. It's do. super mid. Do a lip, trying to mower her and do a feature. Young Harleezy. We're gonna take a break. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I'd say top five. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Smoking on top five. Stop playing on that guy. Yo, that verse is crazy though. Family ties. That verse is when he says that though. Like that's yeah, he's talking that's, shit. <laughs> the, my problem with this album is that he that wasn't on here, dude. I think the best verse he's had in the last year was on Family Ties. What about Heart Part Five? Like we got that and and then that was cool. But man, it's not him being a big stepper, fucking smoking on top five. Stop playing. See, on- I like that, but it's also like implying that this album's that good. So it's almost hurting them. I feel yeah, like if he would have never point. said that shit, I wouldn't even. It wouldn't have been like. I definitely thought about that over the last couple of weeks. He was, I mean, he was talking to shit on there, and then it's like he, he didn't. We, I feel we like, all feel like he didn't follow up. He well, follow I mean, through. even fucking uh, Range Brothers uh, and, and Family Ties, TikTok, Be Twitter, brother. memes, yeah, like all that. Those two were bigger than anything on this album. Yeah. Someone please tell me if I'm wrong. Like, I, I just don't see any of these songs popping off like that. I don't see any of these songs, you know, top of the moaning, top of the moaning. I don't see the memes. There's I don't that, see that yeah, shit. Yeah, there's that. I mean, there was I know like he's a, being more serious on this one. He was kind of playing around on Range Brothers. They were intentionally trying to be bad to make fun of the rap game, which, yeah. by the way, I hate that. That's played out, too. Yeah. Can you conscious rappers stop fucking doing that, please? That's and just the, fucking that's rap. That's fans, bro. That's Eminem fans. Just fucking always, rap, dude. Yeah. Why, yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's honestly irritating because he's one of my favorites ever. And it's like, yeah. I think the two songs you did with your cousin are better than anything on this fucking album. Even the Blast song? Die Hard goes pretty wild. And Rich Spirit is crazy. Yeah. like I, Rich I, Spirit goes crazy. That like I, I was, still, Family Ties, if we're doing a versus, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, Family Ties, Rich Spirit, Family Ties. Family Ties, Die Hard, Family Ties. Family Ties is crazy. Family Ties or Silent Hill, Family Ties. That's a crazy song. That even it won even Song Keem, of the Year at the even, Grammys. Even Keem was just rapping like on a whole nother level. 
it won rap song of the year. Like yeah. it was probably the, one of the best, if not the best, song in hip hop last year. Yeah. yeah, and Keem's album went crazy. Yeah, and that and I mean Keem dropped maybe two weeks after the Kanye versus Drake thing happened. We thought those two were going to be album of the year, and I mean I, Donda's cool. I thought Donda was very good, but it's not a classic. There's nothing on there that's really yeah. popping off like just, that. To me, that one just felt bloated. Like there was a lot. The, yeah, there was Donda a lot felt there. Really bloated to me. And but that's kind of where this album starts to feel too. You know, like there's a lot of songs. It kind of dragged a little. Yeah, like, it's only an hour fifteen, but I I don't like double albums. You know, and like even like like I'm like for Kendrick to do a double album, like that's very interesting because it's like he's very creative. What is he gonna do with that wider kind of you know that double album approach? Like, I you know I heard it's a double album. Like, oh, this is gonna be something like very different than from what we've gotten. Yeah. And then he delivered this, and I'm like, okay, like yeah, there's experimentation but is it that great so let's do this man let's do ranking kendrick's discography we do this for all the other pods yeah. you guys know how this shit goes i know i format these a certain way it's only because we've never on this podcast this podcast launched october 2018 kendrick lamar has not put out a solo album since i was in high school yeah that was april 2000 same with you i was a junior that was april 2017 i graduated in june um, but I've not had a Kendrick album to bump since high school. That was brand new. Yeah. And I want to rank the discography because it's been a while. We can reflect. We have the new project and we do this for all these artists because it's the first time we've been reviewing these artists since I've had the pod. I've never done a push a T album review. I never did a yeah. weekend one. I never did a Kanye one. I never did a Drake one. Yeah. Um, so this is the first time we're able to do all this stuff. So we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. George, I want to start with you. Give me. We got five albums. Section 80, Good Kid, Butterfly, Damn, Mr. Morale. Those are the five. Section 80 is an album. People don't know that. Section 80 is an album. It was just an independent album. So we have five to choose from. Give me five to one, George. Five to one. Let me do um, Good Kid, Damn, Section 80, Mr. Morales, uh, Topemba Butterfly. Good Kid's number five? No, I went the other way. Oh, you went one to five. Yeah, one to five. Got you. Okay. Did you put Section 80 as number two? Yeah, I think so, yeah. What'd you say was number five? Butterfly? Yeah, I did Butterfly. Okay. Wait, wait, right? Yeah. Good Kid, Section 80, Damn, Miss Morales, to Pimper Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Morales. Right, he well, said Miss Morales. <laughs> oh, he's I like, did? He's like, I got Miss Morales. <laughs> I got Section 8. <laughs> Miss Morales. <laughs> Miss Morales. I'm fucking sick. <laughs> Hondro, man, give me your ranking. Damn, that's tough, man. Seems like you wanted to debate, George. Let's all give our takes, and then we'll debate. That's fine. Yeah. What What should be where? Uh, worst to first. Worst to first out of the five. That's tough. I would probably go, that might be controversial. Mm. Um, mm. Honestly, I'd. I would say last for me is from this from my listens, Mr. Morale, um, Section Eighty, Damn, Good Kid, and then to Pimp a Butterfly. Man, okay, all right. Um, five. I think I have this album. F five, Mr. Morale, just like I did. Yeah. I do. I not that there's not a lot here. Not that there's not substance. Not that he's not telling a story. Which we no, will, yeah. we will get into that. We, we've been doing a lot of semantic listing, 
stuff. I want to get into the album, which we will after we rank this stuff. Um, but it just doesn't connect like that for me, yeah. man. I don't get the same feeling I did when I first heard ADHD. When I first heard, um, fuck your ethnicity. Uh, yeah, Rick and Mortis. Like I don't get the same yeah. vibes as "Bitch Don't Come My Vibe," "Poetic Justice" with with you know fucking Six God. I don't get that on this album. There's no other rap features besides Kodak and Baby yeah. Keem. But don't forget Ghostface. That's right. Ghostface was on there. That's right. But he's like, he's just, he's at the back end. I know. I did. I did not like that. Cause go like, I literally just put I almost, then I just put Ghostface in my top yeah, five, did. you know? So like he just comes in, he's like, and I mean, it's a, like a nice heartfelt verse, but it's like, Kendrick would be better off with just him and summer, him yeah, and summer Walker would have been better or just like get put Ghostface on some, a different song. Right. Like, why is he even on this song? Yeah. You know? It felt very weird. Yeah. It almost was, forced. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And Ghostface's verse was very good, it but was. it just, it just, I, it just it didn't, it was in the back end. It, it didn't, yeah. I was like, this is kind of just on the album to say you got it on the album almost, and I got Ghostface. I can't yeah. waste the verse. Yeah. So I understand all that. Uh, five, I got Mr. Morale. Four, I got Section 80. Um, not that it's one of his worst. It's just this is a very tough list to break Kendrick, into. I mean, like, they're not bad. Like, he doesn't have bad albums. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, we still have to rank them some sort of way, though. Right. You know, there has to be one that's on the bottom. It's not like Cole or Drake or these other guys where I can clearly point out one or two that are just not up to par. Yeah. Like, whatsoever. Yeah, um, yeah Kendrick's not like that. Number three, I got Butterfly. It's a very tough listen. It's very tough to this day. Very heavy. Very um, leaning towards, you know, Black Lives Matter stuff and whatnot, which is, which is totally fine. I just, I can't relate to it. Yeah. To be per- perfectly honest with you, it's very heavy subject matter, and there's very few songs that you know. I'm I'm 23. I like I like to bump in the car, much like you yeah. do. Windows down with the dogs. There's not a lot of bump music on there. Yeah, like I got all right, which is cool. That's still a very politically charged song, even though it's a fantastic record. That is uh, a King Kunta is probably the biggest bumper, that quote unquote. Awesome. I mean that that song is phenomenal. King Kunta is phenomenal. Um, it's a great album. There's really not too many songs where I'm like I'm good without it, but. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got a lie. It's amazing. It's a long album too. Like I will give. It's long. That. It's a long one. Mortal Man's like eighteen fucking minutes because he has like the fucking ten minute interview with Tupac at the end. Um, that's so yeah. crazy though. You got to admit that's genius. Yeah, for sure. Tupac, Absolutely. It goes from to Pimp a Butterfly to Tupac, or I guess Tupac. To Pimp a yeah, yeah, yeah. To Pimp a Caterpillar to to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, and it starts back over. Yeah, I mean, just the whole concept of the album, it, it's, I, I don't want to get into that today, because yeah, it's, it's very heavy, it's very, like, we'll yeah, be here forever. Lot, yeah. um, number two, I have Damn. I thought Damn was fantastic. When it first dropped, I thought it was great. I love that Kendrick was sitting there telling, you know, guys like Big Sean, sit down, bitch, be humble, little bitch, hold up, little bitch. Like, I mean, that was about Sean. Who else has those fucking ad-libs? Like, little bitch. Like, who else does all that shit? Big does that, Sean. does that high-pitched bitch. What? Dude, come on, man. We know the dude he's talking about is Big Sean. Talking about J. Cole. <laughs> and number one is the best rap album I've ever heard. My favorite rap album I've ever heard, Good Kid Mad City. Yeah. I, I just have to come to accept that, like, this is never going to, that's never going to happen again. That album with that cover and that story structure. All those features. The features. Like, he had Mary J. He had Drake. Jay, oh, he had a. Uh, uh, Jay Z remix. Yeah, the Jay Z remix. Uh, Dr. Dre was on uh, Dr. Dre. Compton. Compton. So, I, I mean, song. just phenomenal. The way it was put together. J Rock, Money Trees. Money yes. Trees oh, God. Crazy. Oh, God. Bitch will come my vibe. Backseat yeah. freestyle. Um, that album, um, like, that album. Swimming changed. pools. That album changed, like, the hip hop landscape for a minute. Yeah. Like, not forever. Yeah, because yeah, we realized he was him. Yeah. Yeah. The savior. Is he? Some people think so. Is he to you? 
I don't know, actually. That's a good question. I think in terms of... I'm half bullshitting, but... Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I know. because people say that, but it's like, is he really? Like, yeah. you know, is he really? I mean, yeah, honestly. You gotta, yeah, you got to ask yourself that question and really feel like, you know, who else is? Yeah. I mean, might be that boy in Toronto. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> he might be. George loved Drake so fucking much, dude. So fucking funny to me. You love him more than I do. And motherfuckers know I get down when it comes to Drake debates, but you're a whole different level. What do you mean? And I steal lyrics and caption them. And so I still do that corny high school shit where like I caption Drake bars for photos and story. But like you, I just feel like we have more Drake references than we have Kendrick references. A hundred thousand percent. Because he's put out more music. That's first fair, of all, yeah. And second of all, it's not as heavy. It is relatable shit, and it's about his feelings. Dudes like getting in their feelings, man. Like, Drake made that cool. Kendrick gets in his feelings, but it's like, it's not relatable for everyone. Kendrick gets angry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he gets he gets angry. He's, you know, he's, I think he's the same height as me, man. Short guys. <laughs> I'm like, like Lil Wayne. I'm a piss in your mouth, you fucking hoe, to Mark Cuban. I'm done. That's you what said he that? said. You know he said that. You saw it. He said, I'm a piss in your mouth, hoe. To Mark Cuban. Yes. Wait, Wayne said that? Yes, because Wayne said, real talk, Luca, ho. Mark Cuban said, because Wayne was cheering for the Suns in Game 7, he said, it's a shit show, sit you front row, which Wayne said that on Uproar on Carter 5. But the photo was of Wayne and his son. I don't think Mark Cuban knew that, but then oh. Wayne said, I'm a piss in your mouth, you fucking ho, <laughs> because you posted my son making fun of us. Don't do that shit. And then Skip Bayless came in and broke it up, and now they're friends again. Oh, that's good. Most random story of 2012. Yeah. Mark Cuban, Lil Wayne, and Skip Bayless. I'm glad, dude. That's that's glad so that's over random. with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's get into the fucking thick of things. Track by track breakdown. Hondro, I'm going to start with you. We don't have to give a description for everything. You okay, can if yeah. you'd like. Yeah, uh, but there are 18 are. songs. Just give us some of your favorites, and we'll just go one by one on this thing. Let's start with United and Grief. That's a good one. I mean, I think that's a solid intro. Um, it's a little, it's a little kind of jarring at first, you know, because like, does a little weird intro thing. The uh, whatever the the vocal thing they I do. I do want to play some of the stuff in the background as we yeah. talk. Just a little bit. Yeah. Let's have a little something. A little something. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> well, a little background. You little. good? Yeah, I need it. No, I need it. He needs to know what he's listening to. Okay. He doesn't know what we're talking we about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it gets him going. <laughs> Yeah, like, this is cool. It's that kind of beat switch that happens, though, that kind of... And then he starts, like, doing the, you need to fear me or whatever he's saying. Yeah, 1,800 days. I did not like that part. I've been going through stuff. His verse, though, his actual verse is good. Like, yes. The beat is really yes. solid. Like, overall, I do like that, you know? So, overall, like, it's a good intro. Like, I like the intro. I've been going through something. 1,855 days. That's okay. an angel number, George. 1,855 days? Yeah. Uh, that's an angel number. Someone on TikTok said that, so don't What's your sign, me. George? Mine? Aquarius. Oh. What are you? Oh, Pisces. When's your birthday? February 24th. Okay. Oh, damn. So y'all beef. Actually, my girlfriend's an Aquarius. <laughs> I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm asleep. Let's go to N9. This guy's, uh, why does it feel like a old cartoon, like some Three three Stooges kind of shit? What, what this? The, 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 oh. Oh, I think it's, it's, got, just, it's got me like, 
It's just a dramatic effect, it. I feel like. Bitch in a miniskirt, a man in his feelings were bitter. What is the woman that really hurt? Or this one, I like, I like the concept of what is it. Um, he does a lot of different voices on this one, though. And it's yes. kinda, it gets kind of like, I, you expect that, but it just becomes like too um, gimmicky for me at a certain point. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like that gets a little gimmicky after a while. The, the different, switch the flow, do this. You know, there was a beat switch on here that I love, though. I think it's... Um, and then just, I uh, grieve different. Yeah, yeah. I grieve different. A lot of different shit going on in this song, for sure. Yeah. Oh, is this still United in Grief? This is United in Grief. Let's oh, go to oh, N95. I, oh, I thought that's what you said. My bad. All the boys and girls, I got some true stories to tell. Hey. You're back outside, but they still lie. It's got Beach Boys. Whoa, <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? Yeah. Take off the fufu. Take off the couches. Nice take off part. the Wi-Fi. Take off the money phone, take off the car loan, take off the flex and the white loss. Take off the weird ass jewelry. I'm gonna take his this voice a lot of times where he like is just very monotone. Like obviously that's one of his staple things is the monotone thing. Yeah. I'm just like, dude. It gets fucking boring on this album, Pontro. It does. It's too much. It gets fucking he's boring. The thing is, the thing is, I, now that we're talking about this, there's no in between on this album for that. It's either he's too monotone or he's too animated. He's too yeah. like. Like the like third verse on N95. Yeah, exactly. I can't stand it. That's I can't why, stand that that's voice. That's why Father Time, you know, like we talked about, stood out to me so much more because it's like, oh, he just sounds like Kendrick. Like He sounds natural. He's yeah, flowing natural. Exactly. There's no inflections in his voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no like... People love that shit. That's why they revere guys like Young Thug so much. Yeah. Because he changes his voice. Like, the, like I don't think that's all that impressive. Yeah, what do I you, don't. Like, I'm uh, sorry. Like, to an extent, like, if you can do really, like... Danny Brown, I don't know if you heard Danny Brown. Like, I'm not a huge fan of him either. Like, yeah, I respect exactly. the work, but like, yeah. but like, I'm not going to listen to your his, album. I'm, his, I'm sorry. His songs without that are still really good because he has a good natural voice. But it's just one of those things where, like, I realize like this album gets too gimmicky with those kind of those kind of things, the voice inflections, and like N95 is one of the examples where that is a lot. You know, it's a Dude, let, me, let me play this fucking third verse right quick because I mean. I like the hook. You out of pocket. Like, it's it's catchy. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's. Can't stay on this shit. And he's saying good, deep shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's <laughs> yeah. saying a lot of good shit, but. I just, I, I don't he like did, it. I yeah. don't like it. I don't. Just use your fucking natural the voice. The problem is, is he's like trying to, he's trying to like convey these like, in like these more like introspective thoughts and ideas, but he's doing it in like a different kind of like, you know, he's using this voice to do it, you know, like these heavier topics or this real shit and then like mask that with, well, that's a N95, the masks, you know, but he's trying to mask that with these different voices and inflections and kind of like make it more lighthearted for listeners. Like, that's the one thing with Kendrick where um, he's like, I'm going to try and not dumb things down, but try and, like, find a creative way to, like, get these hard topics to you so you listen to them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's what a lot of those inflections are, and that's, like, it gets exhausting for me after a while. It's like, like I'm in, like, we're adults. You know, most of us listening are probably adults. We just want to hear you make a song with a theme and a concept or just a simple, like, you know what I mean? Just rap. Just be creative and rap. Um, yeah. In that aspect. And, I mean, let's talk about, I mean, United in Grief, he's grieving over, I'm assuming, his homie that died in 2013. 
Kendrick was on tour. He wasn't able to be in Compton or home oh, with them or whatever about it was. That on you too, didn't he? Huh? On he talked about that on you, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was where that came from. Um, some people say that was like his Illuminati sacrifice, quote unquote, was he gave up his little homie. That's why it still bugs him to this day. That's how he got all the fame and all that shit. I personally kind of lean into that belief as well because I think these motherfuckers have to go through shit like that. And yeah. you got to, you know what I mean? You don't just get to go up to the Super Bowl. You don't just get to go and fucking sign with Dre. You don't just get to come in and take Drake and J. Cole shine in a matter of one album. Like, there's a machine behind you. You know, and it's very noticeable that the machine's not behind him much on this album. You could tell it's a last TDE album. You could tell yeah. it's the last time he's with Dre. You could tell he wants to go out on his own. Like, this doesn't even sound... We talked about, like, on Don FM, the budget was crazy. We could spend yeah. a million... Yeah. The budget on this? Where is it? Because you didn't promote it that much. Oh, the music yeah. doesn't sound grandiose. Damn sounds like it'll cost twice as much to make as this I mean, shit. Because they seem more great. invested. The quality, the song quality on this? sounds great, yeah. I'm talking about when you're listening, like, the actual, not the production in terms of, like, the beats and all that stuff. But, I mean, like, the overall quality. Like, it sounds really crisp and fine-tuned. Like, Okay. I, I respectfully disagree. I feel like this sounds very just... Almost like grimy, dirty. And look, Kendrick probably goes for that. I mean, these are the same guys that I've always produced with them. Guys like Soundwave, guys like, uh, uh, I know Tay Beast has been around there a lot. Like, he's got Baby Keem all over this. Like, Soundwave's been there since the start. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's always the same in-house engineer and producers and stuff. But this sounds like, like Oxymoron and the J-Rock albums where it's supposed to sound grimy and street. But Kendrick's yeah. not that guy. No, he never was, yeah. He's the good kid. Yeah. Like, his shit's supposed to sound rich. That's it doesn't part, sound rich on this album. Yeah, that's I don't sound it's not rich sounding. Or I go back and listen to Damn and like Humble, just the beat hits harder. Yeah. DNA, the beats hit harder. Uh uh he had U2 on the like just the features, everything about it was just it it says that my budget's smaller this time around. Yeah, there was no it's very odd to me. on that one though. Uh, basically, United in Grief is Kendrick. You know, talking about buying the mansions, he's buying all this shit, which leads into N95 saying, "Take that shit off." You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're ugly as fuck. You out of pocket because it's like it's him saying, "This is not you," and you're doing all this shit to mask pain, and you've been working nonstop. And this is a constant theme throughout the album. And he's hurting his wife, who was his girlfriend all these years, the most with his sex addiction, uh, which is a very interesting thing. Because Kendrick, yeah. I think it's why he called it Mister Morale. He's supposed to be. God MC, Mr. Morale in the hip-hop game. Meanwhile, sure, he doesn't drink or smoke, but he's cheating on his fucking girlfriend and or wife at whatever point all this was happening. Yeah. Uh, he mentioned that, you know, fucking a lot of white chicks to feel like he's getting some weird revenge for his ancestors, getting obviously enslaved by the white people, and now he gets to fuck all these white bitches. And, and, and he, I mean, he said, I'm not just saying that to be vulgar. He says that on yeah, this album. He, does, he, does. he says that a lot. Yeah. I fuck white chicks. I fuck them for revenge. Like, and that seemed to be, a, and he talks about it was like the good kid Mad City era. Yeah. Which makes sense. That's when he first blew up. It's getting thrown at him left and right. He's 25 at the time. Like, it's hard to contain that stuff. Like, yeah. and if it's not drugs or alcohol, it's porn, sex. I mean, everyone's got an addiction. Yeah, addiction. Sugar, caffeine. Everyone's got some fucking awful addiction. Yeah. Um, every last one of us. So I understand that. Uh, constant theme throughout the album are, are those things, though, where he feels like it's, you know, I'm supposed to be Mr. Morale. I'm supposed to be the good guy, the nice guy. And here I am hurting the person closest to me in my life. Yeah, the one. Mom, yeah. dad, the homie, the girl, my kids. Yeah. So a lot of reflection. I'm not, you know, we sit here and I just want to say all this stuff two songs in because it sounds like we're just straight shitting on it already. But just because the songs don't sound the way I'd like them to sound doesn't mean that this is whack concept-wise. There's whack oh, topics. right, right. 
It doesn't really hit home for me, though. And that's a good another point, too, is you can have a great concept. You can have great ideas. But when you present them and it's not as enjoyable or it's not as um, tangible as we, we want it to be, then it doesn't really matter, you know? Like, you could make, like, it's think about songs that have terrible concepts, but when you listen to them, they sound Way too great. sexy. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, that, <laughs> for example, you know what I mean? Like, songs about, you know, like, just songs with, you know, all, all I care about is money and, and, you know, women and all this bullshit, but they sound great. You know, this is the the good message, but it's, or I guess, more inspiring message, and they just don't sound that great. You know, they don't sound like, they just sound... These sound very experimental to me, production-wise, just in a way I don't want from Kendrick, you know? Let's not be a dead horse. Let's go to Worldwide Steppers. For two years, nothing moved me. Ask God to speak through This me. one's very fast-paced. Like, this one is very truly. just, like, rapid fire. For comfort. I, I, I still think this is a solid one. Keep me in I don't know if you want me to talk over it. No, over you're good. Okay. You're good. I, yeah, I'll, I'll just keep it down. Okay. Like that. Yeah, you're good. You know, this is the one that has a Kodak intro, too, when we first get to see yes. Kodak on the album. And I think that's Kodak. cool. Okay, Lam. I, I like that. Like, I think he it's sounds cool. good. I think Kodak sounds cool. good on this whole album, which is really, because he's on here, like, three times. <laughs> Kendrick out for four Kendrick. <laughs> Did he? You say Kodak outperformed Kendrick? I mean, Kodak's been getting a lot of praise. He, a lot of praise. He did a great job on here. Like he I'm not gonna really, say I'll shine Kendrick on his own album. I know, like, I know. But did but he he really stood he out. He seems like he's the best part of the album. Yeah, I mean he sounds very mature though too, which is really interesting to yes. be on here. Like he sounds very like intelligent. Like he does the whole. Um, I think it's the rich interlude where he's like very just like, kind of like, it's kind of poetic. He's kind of like telling like you know like where he's come from, the people around him, and like but it's also very kind of disheartening it's kind of sad you know um and this kendrick album is just kind of sad like very much like damn it's he is he is fucking going through something is it just me or is kendrick getting more and more sad as like these albums progress like we get like section 80 you know and it's very lighthearted. good kid mad city like there's a lot of songs that are very like Kind of happy, uplifting. Don't care, my vibe. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. sad. That's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And then think about, um, you know, the one that's like the like Compton is fun and upbeat. You know, it's like Compton. It's like super. It's, yeah, energetic. it's grandiose. And then Tippin' Butterfly slowly starts to get a little more sad, where it's a little bit darker. You know, Tupac dying, like all just what you know what I mean. The whole theme of that he feels one. pimped out by the music industry yeah, exactly he yeah. was a caterpillar now he's a butterfly yeah and it's he's still to, beautiful you know he's pimped yeah yeah exactly like it's starting to get a little more depressing and then damn is there's a lot of dark on there you know there's that was he sounds more depressed on damn to me does he he's I feel like it, but I, he sounds more uninterested on this if that makes sense that could be it yeah he sounds very not very he sounds like more a, uninterested on mr i Morale. feel like a lot more of the topics on here are heavier though than they were on on damn that's true like he has the auntie diaries about yeah, his aunt yeah. who was his uncle being a yeah. transgender and his family being a black west coast family does not understand that no yeah and they don't yeah. accept that and he says and i'm not again not just saying this to say it he says that you know we would call him a faggot we'd yeah. call him a queer like we would call him crazy shit offensive yeah. ass shit and now you see the growth yeah. in the music and moments like that on the album that's one of the best songs i can appreciate yeah. that and yeah. that's where we haven't got that on any other album no. from kendrick yeah. I, i've never he's never ever brought up a family member duckworth is different his dad and, and, and tom well, he brings him back up on here but this he is does. the flip side of what he talked about on, i mean on on the last album he made his dad sound like a saint 
I feel like. He made his dad sound like my dad was stuck around, like he wasn't perfect, but he did what he had to do. And this one right. is like, my dad was terrible, like he treat you know, he was like, Oh, you gotta be a man, you got you can't Once he be. got famous, I think yeah. his dad really got to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? And so like it's kind of the flip side of that. And that's like even darker than damn, you know, with, with like, you know, his dad left and worked hard so I could have this life and then now he's like my dad was vicious, you know. Which I still like I said, Father Time is probably my favorite just because I love the concept. I feel like I can sim- relate to that similarly and like it's got a really s- solid Kendrick sound to it, you know. There's no there's no vocal inflections and voices on there. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean Worldwide Steppers start going through this whole thing. Um, this is where he finally addresses kind of what he's talking about in the last two songs. Yeah. Because he's grieving, and then all of a sudden it's like, take the mask off, it, you know, turn off the yeah. foo-foo, turn off the Wi-Fi, turn off the bitch. Like, now he's finally telling us this is why I'm saying all this. Worldwide yeah. Steppers is him admitting the fucking white bitches thing. Yeah. Whitney, his wife, now girlfriend, I assume, back when all this was kind of happening, yeah. um, that he has two kids with. Uh, basically being like, are you going to get your shit together? Like, are you going to, it's like, I'm not going to hold out just because you're some rap superstar. Like I've known yeah. you since high school. Like you're on some fuck shit. You're, you're not acting like Kendrick. I know yeah. you're letting the family down, letting us down. But he's like, yeah, well, y'all are millionaires. And she's like, yeah, but you're turning into a piece of shit. Yeah. That's what this, that's what the song and the album right. is kind of basically saying. That's where I think Die Hard comes in. And it's so great. Cause it seems like the first three songs are him kind of reflecting yeah. And we get to present day 2021 to 22 Kendrick on like Die Hard. Yeah. Father time. He's starting to actually think about and process, you know, Die Hard, I assume, is his ego dying hard. That's what yeah. I take that as. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's, that's his ego dying hard. You know, uh, what's the one line that's one of my favorite lines? He said, um, my, uh, uh, I got some regrets, but my past won't keep me from my best. Ooh, and wow. that's some good ass shit. Yeah. I mean, that's shit that I, I want to hear from Kendrick. That's why I waited five years, and it's phenomenal. Uh, Blast, you know. I hope I'm not too late to set my demons straight. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. I forget the one line. How, how much can you take? Um. I hope you see the God in me. You know. I think that's kind of Kendrick, and you know, people with him performing these songs with him, saying like. Can you take me and see me for who I am still, though? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know I fucked up. I know I did a lot of crazy Made shit, mistakes, some bullshit. I became like, a star overnight. I have all this money and this fame. I don't know how to handle it. But do you still see me? Yeah. And I think he gets a yes from his family and people on this album. George, anything you want to add? Anything you've been over there on the sidelines? just want to see if there's anything that you... Any uh, comments? I think you guys hit it on the nail. Let's go to Die Hard. Let's, let's play it a little bit another, another time, just because that song is just... So catchy. Crazy. Let's skip a little bit though. Let's go to Kendrick's verse. Do you trust me? Can I trust you? Don't judge me. I'm a die hard. It gets ugly. My ego gets ugly. It gets ugly. It gets ugly. I wonder where I lost my way. He wonders where he started doing all this. Been waiting on your call And that's the And she won't fuck with them. That's the beauty of Kendrick too, is like he he can like this is such a beautiful song. Like it's catchy, it's smooth. But it's like the same thing when you think of like Hey Ya by Outkast, where it's like yes. the message is like it sounds good, it sounds fun. It's my the, favorite kind of song. Exactly, but the message is actually kind of a bit darker than that. There's there's a I lot love more, that. a lot more beneath the surface. That's the beauty of Kendrick, and that's what I feel like people were were waiting for. We were wanting him to reflect on these past few years, the pandemic, and we were wanting him to reflect on. I mean. That's just the standard. You know, we wanted him to talk about 
the Black Lives Matter thing, all that kind of stuff. I and thought it was coming. I did. I did too. And I was and I and was, it didn't show up. I was prepared because I feel like people were like waiting because they were hoping he would have something insightful to say. But he overlooked a lot of that. And I think that's part of what hurts those expectations for us as listeners and why that five year gap is kind of kind of crucial to this, you know? There's a lot of these big things we want to hear from you, Kendrick, and what you have to say about it because he wasn't, I mean, obviously he was there in the protest. There was the pictures, but there was that drama where, uh, I forget who it was that called him out. It was um, the same girl who called out J. No, Cole. Uh, no name? No name, yeah. Where she where, you know, she was like, oh, J. Cole was, you know, uh, um, you know what, whatever micro. He makes songs like No Role Models and tries yeah. to go out there and be part of the Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, she was saying all that and he was. She said the same thing about Kendrick. Kendrick makes yeah. songs about fucking bitches, bitch don't kill my vibe. You don't go out there and be with the black women. No. And he was, yeah, you know, exactly. Stuff, you know, it's like some, you know, some crazy stuff. She may have had a point. But who is she to say that, you know? Right. You know what I mean? That's my thing. But regar- regardless, besides, aside from that, she did have some, some valid points. But we're over, we're expecting this kind of Kendrick stuff. Like it, Kendrick, I think to a lot of people is like, once, you know, like you wait for his kind of what he has to say is wisdom. He's very wise for who he is. We're waiting for him to school us the whole time. Yeah. And this whole album he's telling us, I have nothing to school y'all on. Like, I'm yeah. I'm 34. Yeah. Like, I have a sex addiction. My fucking girl hates me. I don't have kids. I just gave up my little homie for all this. For the fa-. He's like, I'm nobody. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think that's kind of what he's telling us. Uh, yeah. And particularly like, on this song. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I think throughout a lot of this album, too. His, his ego's dying hard. There's another point, too, um, you know, like I talked about where Kendrick, like, he's some, he comes from the hood. Like, he comes from, like, low income, the poverty, you know, like, um, you know. Like, Lower than low income. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's supposed to, like, be, you know, this, people put him high on this pedestal, this great, intelligent, always, like, very, like, you know, very present, you know, and very, um, he has the best morals of anyone. He's yeah, Mr. Morale. Exactly. And, and everybody like puts him on, we grade pedestal. him on the morale curve. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, but he's like, here he's trying to kind of tell us like, I'm just a regular guy. Like how, why do you expect these things from me? Because I've made music and I've tried to overcome those things. So now that, you know, like that makes me some grand character in your eyes, you know, that's, by the way, Kendrick or anyone that ever, Yeah. Yeah, it does. When you're the only hip-hop artist to ever win a Pulitzer, a historically white journalistic award. Yeah. And Pulitzers are one of the highest forms you can get in journalism. I'm trying to be yeah. one myself. That's no disrespect to the, to the Pulitzers. But they never gave it to a hip-hop or rap or yeah. even African-American artists before. Yeah. Damn. That's not even Kendrick's best work. It's not. But he is that guy. Yeah. And it, it's him grappling with that because someone like me would tell him, you know, I had to say to his face, that sounds aggressive. But like, I would tell him if he was here, like, yeah, dude. Yes, yeah. that's what we expect from you. Yeah. Yes. And then his rebuttal would be, but why? Yeah. But I'm not that guy. I'm not going to be that guy. And that's what this album is. Let's He's go to the- shying away from that, you know? Yeah. Anything you want to say, George? Uh, I, I really like the song. Uh, I feel like I resonate with the ego killing where it's like, me personally and like him, apparently. I don't ask for permission. I ask for forgiveness. So forgive yes. me, you know? And it's like- Hey, I ain't perfect. I'm fucking up. Where you want me to be Kendrick is like, yeah, you know, basically just. Uh, Don't fuck up. Prevent me from fucking up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what, that's what I think about that song. So it's really catchy. It's really good. It's got a good message. The most Section 80 sounding song on this album. Um, and, and Hondra, you've been going on this. So I'll let you go off a little bit on this. I want to play yeah. a little bit. Uh, Father Time with Sampha. By the way, I love Sampha. I don't he know where a, he's been. He did a great job on that. Yeah. After the fucking, uh, 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 oh God. 44, uh, 22? 
No, well, not only that one, but what was the one? Nothing was the same. Don't think about it too much. Too much, oh, too yeah. much. The shit with Kanye, St. Pablo. Like, every time he pops up with these generational super-duper star rappers. Kills it. He fucking, dude, he steals the shine. And I got daddy this beat, though, this, I'm going to make, the, this might be a controversial statement. This also sounds very J. Cole to me, too. It does. This beat to me sounds very much like something we would have heard on a J. Cole album. You know? Like For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? But I just, I like his, I like his voice on here. Like, it's him... You know, I like him just kind of being vulnerable. Like, like I, like I've been talking about. We we're not getting the over the top um, vocal inflections. We're just getting a raw like I'm delivering myself and my my traumas. Why I'm a piece of shit, like father, like not father, but man. You know, like I, why I'm so macho. Like he's also addressing like an a like a generational situation where men have to be like um, so masculine. You know, you have to you have to like be the you know what i mean like you can't show a feminine side you know what i mean like you can't just be um like like we were talking about earlier drake made it cool to be like in your feelings as a man kendrick's kind of addressing like we as men like you know our fault like as the fathers we have to stop that and kill that kind of mentality you know like you're not allowed to show emotion you're not allowed to be um you know like you know what i mean like and you're not allowed to be a piece of shit like maybe our dads were yeah exactly or or yeah. his dad or whoever he's yeah. you know what i mean like you're not allowed to fuck up and be because you were you saw the chance to learn from it so you need yeah. to learn from it you exactly. don't get to just yeah. fuck up just because you feel like to me, it that's a beautiful concept and i think a lot of men like a lot of guys should listen to this and just kind of like resonate with it to some extent if you're not then i don't i mean you know either you had a great dad or you you just are ignoring what what is really there you know so i i personally really like this song George. Yeah, it's a good song. I it's like, yeah, where he said it's like you can't uh, you can't find a healthy median where it's like I'm a Rolling Stone badass, do what the fuck I want, fucking around. Or, you know, a soft simp. You know, you're gonna Family get judged. Man. Yeah, you're gonna get yeah. judged regardless of what you do. So yeah. where where where's the line where I'm and, him, you know? And his dad, you know, it sounds like his dad was really pushing him after, you know, I assume good kid and to Pepper Butterfly where he was like, you know, that, that boy needs to go on tour. And the mom's yeah. saying he is exhausted. It don't matter. That boy is as hot as fish yeah. oil, fish grease. He needs to go tour. He needs to go make money. We've been in poverty our whole, the, the, the Duckworth family has never had, and I don't know for sure, but we've never had money in a hundred fucking years, 200 yeah. years. And he's the one. And you're going to tell this boy because he has lines under the eyes and he needs a nap that he can't go. No, he is. And then Kendrick kind of resenting his dad for that. Yeah. You know, kind of resenting his dad saying, you know, it's like, well, who are you? You don't know what this life's all about. You're not on tour with me every night. You don't know the things that get thrown at me, the things I've experimented with, the things that um, I'm capable of that I choose not to do. Um, And that's a big thing, man. That's a big thing. Let's go to my, this is my favorite, for sure my favorite. Rich spirit? Oh yeah. I'm letting this Taking rock my for baby to school, then I pray for Cause you bitches they never been cool, writing testament. Painting pictures, put me in the loop, that's a definite universal shift. I'm in the groove. A celebrity do not mean integrity, you fool. I'm a good man, shake your hand, firm grip rule. 72 wins, lost 10, ballin' with the flu, more than two M's, for show, but add another two. Mm-hmm. Little man, man, the big man, so GT down and flipping the kickstand. Mm-hmm. Rich nigga, broke phone. Trying to keep the balance, I'm staying strong. Stop playing with me for a turn to a song. Stop playing with me for a turn to a song. Hey, bitch, I'm attractive. Can't fuck with you no more. I'm fasting. Uh. 
I'll tell you what though. I don't like the brother part on that part. On, like, you don't like song. the brother part? Not on this song. Which brother, bro? Bro, don't even. That's his flow, bro. That's his the flow, The fuck brother. are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking well, about, brother? No, you're just saying shit, George. No, I can tell you're just, just saying shit to spice the pot up right now. Bitch, he's attractive. This whole song is fucking stupid. You're tripping. Hey, we're gonna let this verse rock. Fred brother, real nigga, that brother. We dress up the score, give me that brother. Spirit medium, on rap brother. We headed there now, are you strapped brother? Hey, peacemaker, but I'm not naive brother. Hey, gotta watch your homies and police brother. Hey, cloud chasing, hell of a disease brother. I'm fasting, four days out the week, brother. I pray to God that you realize the entrepreneur. This is such an interesting song because, like, on paper you wouldn't think it sounds good, but it, but like. You would it, think he's flexing. Yeah, you would. But you hear him and he's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those, those Kendrick kind of things where he just sounds like, you, you remember that Travis Scott song where, um, it, it's Goosebumps where he's like that thing. He's like, put that pussy on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it sounds like it's weird how like catchy it is. You know, like it sounds goofy. It sounds it's intentionally bad too. Exactly. Yeah. But you just, you like that for whatever reason. You know what I mean? That's the same thing with the, the brother flow. You know, he's like. <laughs> The brother flow. <laughs> I mean, he did it on Range. Uh, was it Range Brothers? Or was yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then he's he did. doing on, doing it on this one. You know, we don't have to give a track breakdown of all of them and what they all That's mean and lot, stuff like man. that because it, it's a lot to go through. It's a lot. This is my favorite song. Rich Spirit, I assume, is him not being rich in money, but rich in faith, rich in knowledge, rich in just loyalty to family and being a family man. That's yeah. what I take this as. He has a rich spirit. Broke phone, trying to keep the balance. I'm staying strong. Like, it's, you know. um, And I remember a couple years ago when people, I don't remember what it was, but people were really talking a lot of shit about Kendrick and Top or no one came out and said anything. And then Kendrick's like, yo, Top, they playing with my name. Yeah. Stop playing with my name. I have a name. Like, he's, you know what I mean? I think that's kind of where this all comes from. It's also that. So, Uh, George, any thoughts on Rich Spirit before we move on? Um, yeah, I like that song. We listened, uh, we used it as an intro song a couple episodes back. Yes, we did. And yeah, I mean, Frat quality. brother, real blank, that brother. Uh, what do like you Kendrick, say? Hey, we run yo, up the score, give me that brother? Yo, we strapped brother. Kendrick's feeling himself, and I like that he's feeling himself, and it he's sounds feeling quality. brother. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We cry together. We touched on this earlier with Taylor Page. By the way, amazing performance by her uh this breaks one of my few music rules and that i don't want to hear fucking on an album yeah yeah that's like any that, album that's like you remember i don't know you remember the 90s where like every everybody's album had the doggy style snoop yeah, was fucking big punisher dr dre they were fu- i'm like dude, yeah. i don't want to hear you fucking on your yeah. album that is so weird to me it, well and like like i said i like i want to listen to my music in public you know how many times I've been like trying to like play an album like doggy style and it's all that and then like somebody like on like on a speaker you know somebody's gonna walk by and think I'm watching porn or something you know well uh, imagine this is very you're off topic but uh, what's up I was gonna say you're driving around in your car with your windows rolled down and all of a sudden you just hear like the the slap you across your fat ass with a fat yeah, dick yeah exactly like, and it's like you know the person you know grandma's next to you bro and she's probably gonna look over like what the hell you know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, I just, that one song on Doggy Style, uh, Ain't No Fun, it's a total classic. Might be one of the best songs. But dude, the first like, 
what do you say? We're at the jack off hours, DJ Easy Dick. Like, I know it's funny. Like, when yeah. I was a teenager, it was funny, but like, I don't want to hear Slap Your Crush Your Fat Ass with a fat dick. I don't want to hear that yeah, shit, bro. Yeah. I don't want to hear that shit, bro. There's some, yeah, there's some dirty shit on there. <laughs> I mean, there's the whole skit on the chronic where Dr. Dre is just like, you know, like, you know, like. Getting you know, his dick sucked, be, right? No, he's, he's just like, she's like, yo, I, I'm here to see Dr. Dre. And he's like, Dr. Dre's got an appointment. And she's like, I had an appointment. She's like, I want to see him. And she's like, well, his big dick's fucking somebody. You know, and then you hear the whole thing. You don't remember that? Yeah, that's a whole ass skit. And then Big Pun, there's this other. Um, I don't know if you ever heard Big Pun. There's a whole. He has a whole blowjob skit where it's just like you just hear the sounds. It's like Ken Kaniff too, like Eminem. Yeah. Or, oh my yeah, God. it's like. That, it's that, yeah, it's that. I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it, man. I didn't want to make that. Hey, it's okay. I'll do it. It's, it's, it's my pod. Um, we cry together. A fantastic song. Probably one of the best songs on the album. It really sums up a lot of shit. That he's trying to get across, at least on the first disc. Yeah. Um, fantastic song. The the back and forth is amazing. It is reminiscent of Kim by Eminem. Yeah. Um, I have no complaints about this song, except the fact that there's no replay value. I'm never yeah. going to listen to this ever again. Not in the car. Not by myself. Not with my girl. Like, why would you? You know? Like, right. It's I just, know he's trying to get a point across, but just, and that's the big issue with a lot of stuff on this album. There's no replay value. Kim yeah. had replay value though, right? No. I think it did. You think so? Uh, how's the hook go? So I don't even wrong, remember. Bitch, you did me so wrong, or something like that. Something well, like that. Well, the, the difference is on this song is there's no hook though. There's no hook. That's true. It's just and it's just arguing. Yeah. And you know, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. And it's like fuck you, bitch. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, like Purple Hearts with Summer Walker and Ghostface. One of the better songs on the album it as well. Is, yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, like when you're looking at the album, like it is a good way to cap off that first album. You know. The first half. Like, it's a good way to cap it off. Like, the first half, I guess, is the Big Steppers. And the second album is Mr. Morale. So it's backwards. I mean, I like the first half a little bit more. I, think. I, I the second half, a lot of the songs I could do without. Yeah, that's the a issue lot of I them. Had. That's the issue I had. And I don't mean to rush through this, but we're already an hour 33 in. Uh, Count Me Out. It wasn't even supposed to originally be on the album. DJ really? Dahi came out and said that. Um, I, Look, listeners, Hondro, George, I'm gonna be totally honest. I don't remember anything about this song. I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't know. remember anything about it. Like, do you have any notes written down for it? I, I don't really I don't, remember it I, at all. Can you play like the? First I'm not saying it's bad. Or I, I just. It's just I honestly got nothing. And a lot of people are gonna be like, "How could you forget that he said that?" And it's like, I because I just don't remember. There's it. so much other stuff. Oh, I remember the intro. Right. Mr. Duckworth. All of these holes make it difficult. It's not, I know it's not some guy. It's, it's definitely a, a good introduction for what he's trying to get across. That could have been a better than United in Grief. Breakthrough. Yeah. Show. And session 10, Breakthrough. So I will. I do want to talk about that real quick. Seems like this may be the 10th session with his therapist where mm. things finally line up for him and he realizes that He's hurting Whitney, and he has a sex addiction, and he needs to work through it, and he yeah. needs to find himself, and he needs to break this chain of habit, which is fantastic. Um, count Me Out, I assume, is about Whitney. He's counting her out. Oh. This is maybe from her perspective. I, I It bores me. How about that? I'm just yeah. gonna say it, man. It yeah. bores me. Yeah, that's second hard. half of this album. There's a lot that just like crowns there's, another there's one. There's some gems on there, I think, on that second half. You know, Silent Hill, of course. Um, you Pussy know, bit that mila. 
like the savior interlude, we could have gotten rid of. Dude, the one with Keen. Dude, come on, man. Even savior itself, we probably we could have got rid of that. Yeah, like I didn't need that. The this album could I easily was, be thirteen or fourteen songs. Like, we can just run through the rest of this, honestly. Anti Diaries was great. That was phenomenal. Good. Really phenomenal. Good. There's one There's song I want to dive into. It might be that one. Yeah, we we can come back to that. There's a great message on there. Uh, Mr. Morale. Um. Trying to remember how. Yo, we're gonna get killed for ignoring the last half of this album. But I mean, let's be real. Like, Mr. Morale, a song written by Kendrick and Pharrell, produced by Pharrell. When was the last time Pharrell had a banging ass beat? We just did It's Almost Dry, and I liked one fucking Pharrell beat. When was the last time Pharrell gave us like an absolute slapper? But was it the song with Rihanna? I don't even. Didn't he do Me Too on for Clips? That was like 2005, George. Yeah, that was. So what did he do after that? I'm George. N-A-R-D. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead and unplug that mic, man. What the fuck? What'd he do? Pharrell Williams. Well, what'd he do after that? Happy. I was he did Blurred Lines. He did Get Lucky. That's a great song. We talked about that. that was we a, did. That's, a that's how me and you became friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, we owe it to Pharrell, but he's old as fuck now and he's, he's a little old bit as washed. Fuck, man. This is Mr. Morale. I just don't feel like this production suits Kendrick. Is my issue. It was one of the worst performances I've seen in my life. I couldn't sleep last night because I felt this shit. I'm not trying to board out the listeners, man, but like, that's another thing with this album. It takes too fucking long to get to the meat and potatoes on a lot yeah. of these records. It takes 30 to 45 seconds for the beat to build and yeah. the skit to play and and, and the meaning. And it's, it just takes too long to get down to business. It's been There's, five years. Get down to business. It's very skit heavy, you know, or very like super um, the interludes. Heavy, you know? Both of them. I don't need get them out of here. There, there's a lot of that on this. Whereas, like, you think back to, like, even to Pima Butterfly where there was skits, like, those were pretty creative, like, for free, you know, like. Yes. Like, Even though a, it's fucking so cringeworthy. You didn't you don't like that interlude? Dude, fuck no. The one we're talking about, ooh, it's for free, baby, my dick. Ah, fuck no, dog. Damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of it. I don't mind that interlude. I don't mind it. Are you serious right now? I'm serious. All right, yeah. let, me, let me replay it because maybe I'm thinking of something different. If that's it what I. It. it is it. Bro, if that is what I think I it is, come on, man. You love Butterfly, though. This is where Drake copied for his for free from was from this. He did. Like, listen to these instruments, though. That's. Listen to this production. Fuck you, motherfucker. You a hoe ass nigga. what are we listening to? Free. I need 40 acres in a mule, not a 40 ounce in a big pool. Bullshit. Metador, metador, head a door knocking. Let him in. Who's that genitals best friend? This dick ain't free. Pity the food that made the greedy and you prosper. Titty juice and pussy lips kept me up natural. It's a little raunchy, but it's like. 
I'd, I'd, I'd prefer that over a Bro, I'm fucking good. I'm good on that. I've been good on that since 2015. Damn, that's not kind of good, though. That's what I'm I, I liked it, yeah. Hell no. It had, like, some Sin City, like, uh, black and white, you know, he's about to get down and dirty and, uh, you know, on the strip. Yeah. He's about to smoke a big cigar and celebrate whatever, successes. Yeah. He ain't giving out free dick, that's for sure. <laughs> He said it. I didn't say. It. He said. It. I didn't say nothing. And that's where Drake stole it off. Yes, of it? absolutely. And like your boy from Compton said, you know the dick ain't free. I got girls that I should. You got the whole concept from Kendrick. Yo, Drake, Drake, one of the most sneezy derivative. No, he's one of the most sneakiest. I don't want to say thieves. He's one of the sneakiest copycatters. Yeah. Like, ever. Any genre. No, really, though. He really is. Like, he pays homage. Awesome DMX. I'm on my DMX shit. And then I group the DM whole, my exes. Steals, yeah. the, steals the whole hook from... Uh, DMX gave him the blessing, though. That's the thing, because, yes, George is right. And, of course, we fucking drink this out. Uh, he, he is paying homage, but he's stealing hits. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, you can... For Free is a two-short song with a theme based from Kendrick on a DJ Khaled album. It's nothing creative yeah. at all. Which made a lot of money, too. And it was one of the biggest songs of 2016. So, yeah. Um, anyway, man, I know we went on a little spiel right there. Look, Mr. Morale, Mother Eye Sober, another one of the best songs. Six and a half yeah. minutes. It's a little much. That is Mirror, a little bit long, yeah. Can Mirror, you... look at himself in the reflection, looking at who he is now. The production's not there for me, though. I did though. not like that outro. I didn't think it was a good outro. That was the issue I had with it. Even though it's, it's... four minutes and 16, it feels rushed. Yeah, I It feels thought, very sudden. I feel like Mother I Sober was the outro. Yeah. Why do we need Mirror? Because it's like, and the, the ending is kind of abrupt for me. I was When I first heard the album and it ended, I was like, oh, that, I was like, that's it? That's, it's over? Like, just like that? That's not as grand as, like, most Kendrick album endings are like Duckworth yeah exactly. Mortal Man yeah. Uh, Compton it feels like, like the like, last three have been up, you know and then after this it's just like yeah because I mean that's actually a great point Hondra because the last three have been grandiose like Hollywood type yeah Mortal Man maybe not as high budget but definitely Compton and Duckworth were like movie budget yeah. exits yeah but here's I mean, how i'm gonna yeah. exit my album it's gonna yeah. be something that you're gonna be on the edge of your seat it's gonna be the the action sequence of the movie yeah, it, and then it it's over finishes it off it leaves you satisfied like it wanting more satisfied wanting more yeah you know, this one is, you want I mean, the sequel this one i don't want the sequel yeah i don't i don't, I don't for the first time ever i don't yeah i don't need uh mr and mrs morale and the the baby steppers or whatever yeah the little sequel. steppers yeah the little steppers yeah george what'd you call this shit <laughs> Miss Morales? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> You'll need Miss Morales? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Morales. All right, man. Hour 41 to the pod. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Let's give final rankings. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers was met with widespread critical acclaim at Metacritic, which assigns a normalized rating out of 100 to reviews from professional publications. The album received an average score of 89 based on yeah. 21 reviews, indicating universal acclaim. That was close. Um, Rolling Stone gave it three and a half stars. The New York Times, five out of five stars. Pitchfork, 7.6 7. 6 out of 10. Um, so all the ones that we kind of look Anthony out Fantano for. Anthony Fantano gave it an eight. Fantano's fucking capping. He gave it an eight. He gave damn a seven. I know. He, uh, yeah. Are we doing that out of 100? We're doing that. Yeah, eight out of 100. <laughs> bro, we're doing out of 10, bro. We're doing out of 10, George. Yo, George want to hate Kendrick so bad. No, no, I just want to. 
He's like, yeah, up the scale. Out of Let's do out of 100. I'm thinking 86. Fuck that. I don't want to do that. All right, we'll do out of 100. We'll do out of 100. 86. And you'll go first? Okay. 86. 86. Yeah. Hondra, what do you think? I don't know. I'd give it. I mean, I I, I was going to say out of 10 would be 7 out of 10. So I'll give it like a 65 out of 100. Damn. Why is that? I mean, I just like I like I like I said. There's a lot of songs. There's no replay value on there. There's a lot of song. Like there's idea, There's great ideas on here. You know, um, it's just when you know, like the concepts. It, it's very scattered. You know, it's kind of a messy track listing going song by song. It's kind of like okay, I don't know what I'm expecting now. It's a little unfocused. Yeah, it's un, yeah. There's no focus to it. You know, and it's like I don't like a lot of the inflections. Like a lot of that stuff starts to chip away at that at that perfect score. You know, and it starts to really grind it down so 65 at 100 for me inconsistencies on that 65 well so what do you give uh don fm out of 100 out of comparison <laughs> I don't just what i don't you don't know <laughs> what that's so, oh i just want to know what i just want to know like so random well i mean <laughs> it came so out this random. year I, it came out this year so i just want to know where know. it's been it's been a while since i heard it since we last did the pod george i'll give it a 75 out of 100 for you okay i think i gave it a seven and a half at the time yeah i'll, I'll go eight and a half now yeah. I, so bought, I bought the the special edition vinyl Don FM Damn, this morning from the website. I want to show you guys that because it's fucking sick. It, it's really not cool. it's not him crusty old face. It's oh, sick as yeah. fuck. The album cover, uh, Don FM is a master. I still say it's a masterpiece. It is a phenomenal piece of work. There's only a couple songs, and I know it's a song that everyone loves. There's only a couple songs, and I'm like, eh. yeah. Everything else, great. I don't want to sacrifice. Yo, that shit goes stupid. Um. Final score out of 10, Hondro, you literally took my score. I, I give it a six and a half. Yeah. I give this a six and a half out of 10. I'm not impressed. I don't think I learned anything new besides the fact that he was going through this addiction um, and was hurting the person closest to him, which is, is a big deal, you know, yeah. in his life. Yeah. Like, he's Mr. Morale. He's got MC. He's wearing the, the thorn crown on the cover. Um, I think in one way saying I'm still the best and another – Reason being, like, I'm the protector of the family. I'm the head honcho. I'm dad. And I, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's the head of the rap game, and he's the head of his family. Yeah. So I kind of understand that. The family's not safe when dad's not home. Remember? Nobody wins when the family feuds. Ooh, but my stash can't fit in a Steve Harvey suit. Yo, Jay-Z's double entendres. My stash can't fit a Steve Harvey suit. My stash, my... Gah! <laughs> Jay Z got some Wait, double. What was that off of Family Feud? Jay Z, yeah. four forty four. Yeah, that's a. Great, that man was fifty talking like that. Fifty, bro. Yeah. No sense. All right, so uh, we all gave our. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> not even talking into the mic either. Just yelling. <laughs> no sense. No scent. Um, yo, I do want to say, game told 50 that he looked like a rotisserie chicken <laughs> at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that, that he said, funny. "Yo, you was hanging upside down like a <laughs> That's a good one. That's a Holy good one. shit, Hunter! You give it a six point five. I yeah. do as well. George gave it a. What do you give it out of a hundred, though? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, man. No, nah, we come on. We ain't doing all this. Hour 46 in, anything else you guys want to discuss about this album? Anything we didn't touch on? Anything the, anything the fans might be upset about that we didn't hit? If we didn't get everything you guys wanted in hour and 46, I'm sorry. There's a lot. I mean, could could, could have a day, you know. We could have gone three hours, but yeah. I'm just not doing that. Yeah, we ain't got time for that. 
Uh, honestly, if you have any critiques, comment one of us or message one of us, and we'll talk. Or Hondro, fuck that, yeah, fucking fill up his me, bullshit. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I'm all right. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm prepared. Well, Hondro, thank you for coming on and doing this as always. Dude, this I is very it. fun. George, it. thank you for joining. Um, Post Malone, twelve carat toothache that comes out Friday, June third. Would you want to be a part of that one as well? Do, are you a Post guy? We can talk more about it I've after. Got, I've but. got a mixed feeling. Yeah, I like po- I want. Okay. I'm curious. I want to try that. I don't want to invite you if it's someone I don't think you fuck with. No, no, no. I, dude, I mean, Stoney came out, what, 2016? Yes. That album was like a high school, like changed high school. Even me. Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Beer Bongs was, and Bentleys. That was 28. That was right before you guys graduated, right? I'm yeah, like, it was. Yeah, yeah. That, was, dude, that was the anthem senior year for us. Yeah. So I would, yeah, I would love to. Hollywood's Bleeding was good. I didn't give that one a listen, I will say, but, I, but I'm <sighs> curious. I want to. I want to okay. go back to. I want to. I definitely want to. I'm down for sure. Okay. And then I'll be here next Friday too with you, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Don't don't want to spill the beans on that yet, but uh, you will definitely be here next Friday. And uh, yeah, yeah, we got stuff in yeah. the talk. I forgot You're about excited that. Excited for that one, dude. Always excited. I'm always excited to sit down with him, mm-hmm. and I'm always excited to hear the music. Yeah. Because there's so little of it, but it's but it's good. I'm glad. I'm like, glad it's good. It's not like I get a two-pack and it's like one of them is ass. Yeah. Like, the two-pack like hits. It. Yeah. Like, the two-pack. I wish yeah. it was. I just wish it was a six-pack. Like, I wish I could get drunk. Like, I just get a little buzz. Like, I want to get yeah. drunk. There you go. Give There's, me Give me the you bottle. You take one shot and then it's, it's like. It will just warms your chest up. And yeah. it's like, I want another one. It's yeah. like, you can't get another one. Sorry, buddy. You're, that's the limit. We're, we're Applebee's. That's all you get. Hi. <laughs> <All right>. uh, <laughs> if you guys have made it this far. YouTube viewership and Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. If you made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys very much. Did you cut it off already? Okay. (laughs) I thought you'd cut it. Um, We'll be back sometime later on this week. We have lots of podcasts lined up in June. Thank you guys very much, and I will see you guys later. Have a good day.